0: Jeff, why can't you just shut up? Like, um, he's like, you're Jeff. I'm like, no, Niall Standish. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beards, episode 203. Zach, how's it going? Song of Songs was the world's first sext. Okay, Andy. I'm on vacation. Scott. Oh, sorry. Carrie? I think I'm balls deep over here. Wow. I'm fantastic. <laughs>
1: nobody asked Jeff Jeff how you doing <laughs> you guys rolled so hard into that oh re- it's so it's so stressful it's every single I, time I get nervous yeah yeah.
0: you guys spend at least a half an hour coming up with your five seconds right your five seconds worth I of wasn't them. prepared I didn't even I caught myself off guard yeah, I don't even know what Zach said it was gibberish to me well song of songs Okay, book in the Bible.
1: Are you about to <laughs> oh, open another buyer beer oh, on top yeah. oh, of gosh. the other it's beer? Like, it's like muscle memory. I'm not thinking. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was so double excited. fisting already. Uh, what are we drinking, Andy? What are we drinking?
2: <laughs> well, before we get into what we're drinking, maybe we should uh, explain who brought the drinks. We're joined by our good friend, Kerry Robinson here. Hey, hey. The man, the myth, the legend. Hi, Kerry. And he came bearing gifts. D- and the first of the gifts is Spliny. gifts.
3: Pliny the elder. I know the routine, man.
2: Dude. You well, know. you're in our good graces, so... <laughs> potentiality to get
0: juicy i mean not just not just one pliny multiple Plinies. yeah I mean, that's just a beautiful thing
3: well i poorly assume scott would be here so
1: <laughs> and you know he's good for at least two and a half of those so <laughs> <laughs> scott we miss you buddy yeah we we're we're uh this is like reschedule 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 finally pod and last minute hey let's get an honorary bro in here Someone of, of whom we've talked to about coming on the show, so might as well make it happen. And you made it
3: happen. Does that, that makes I'm an honorary. I'm the honorary bro you're speaking of yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, you're honorary
1: bro tonight. Nice. I
2: mean, especially if you bring gifts like this. Bear,
3: I do. <laughs> I've got a few more gifts later for when this gets really spicy. Oh,
2: that's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> And
1: and uh, just a little message to all other honorary bro art. Turns out beer is better with alcohol in it. So thank you, <laughs> Art Greco. Art Greco, <laughs> he, he famously brought us non-alcoholic Guinness <laughs> on accident. He was, thought he was bringing us Guinness, and
3: two of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> two of my favorite episodes,
2: where Art brings us not. I didn't even know that was a thing. Non-alcoholic Guinness. I, it must be new. I don't know. The, the Irish
3: mean. didn't know that was a thing either. No, no
2: they didn't. Oh, there's something wrong with your beer.
1: (laughs) Can you believe what the Americans are doing over there? (laughs) Notice I didn't try the accent. You did all right. Yeah. I I would have. You did good.
3: You did real good. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh,
1: Well, well, I know Jeff teased us um, off the air about feedback. Should we do that and just... Oh, we got some feedback? Get some feedback
0: done and... and, uh... Feedback from back at the end of November. November. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I would I would love a dongle I got a
1: dongle for you <laughs> real quick I, I haven't looked in a while um and I don't think we read this. this is back from July and oh my an Apple, gosh an Apple podcast review five stars we might have read this I don't know who cares let's read it again to encourage the listener to give us some feedback wherever you're able to um excellent and intimate five stars.
2: That's the title. Excellent and intimate. Yes. Wow. That's my band name. Eric Shun.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I imagine that band is like Andy Samberg and Justin Timberlake doing dick in a box. Oh my God. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like the audio adrenaline as well.
2: A fake color me bad band. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love these man.
1: men. Um, That's what he says. Not about Justin you, Timberlake, although he's not bad. Yeah. They have varying opinions about theology and ask deep questions of each other and guests. By hearing how these men process their faiths, I challenge my faith and question my stances on second-order issues. Thank you for your honesty and encouragement. Thank you. That's cool. Did was it that sa- it? Did it say who it was from? Eric Shun.
3: Er- Eric, Eric Shun. That's definitely... <laughs> That's definitely not his name. Ah, Eric Shun. It says it right
1: there. Eric Shun. It's it's written right there. (laughs)
4: How's
2: it spelled?
3: Eric, we need validation of your name. (laughs) We need to
0: see the driver's license. Uh, Date of birth, please. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Mr. Shun. We definitely definitely haven't read that one before because it was short.
2: I would have remembered uh, the (laughs) erection. (laughs) You never oh, forget Okay, well, you got some feedback. All right, we're going to do a little uh, transition here. Yeah, sorry about the delay.
0: Hold no, on. That's folks. okay. We'll edit this out. <laughs> All right, here we go.
5: Hey, I'm trying to leave a message for your podcast, and I can never figure it out. So I'm just going to leave you a voice message. And I hope you will play this on your podcast for <laughs> me, please. I listened to the last podcast and where you guys were talking about abortion. And whether if you're pro abortion are you pro death penalty etc and you mentioned Jeff that I am pro choice and I am and I just want to clarify why I am I want the choice to do what I want to do with my body medically I don't want the government or any doctor to tell me what vaccinations I need a pump into my body or to my children's body. I want the choice. If I don't want to have any vaccinations, I don't want to have any vaccinations. Therefore, if I want the choice, my body, my choice, I also have to be my body, my choice for abortion. Your choice. If a woman wants to decide to abort her child, she should be able to. Now, all the way up into birth, I think that's a little ridiculous. I definitely think there should be like, you know, some sort of cutoff date, but other than that, that's not really the whole point i'm just saying if you're going to be pro-choice you also have to be on the flip side of the vaccinations as well you can't force people to take vaccinations and then be pro-choice it doesn't work you have to play both sides of the card if that makes sense you know so i am pro-choice because i want the choice to do what i want medically for myself and when i feel right for me and if i want to take drugs i'm gonna take drugs hell yeah laws are not like you guys mentioned laws (laughs) and stuff too and laws are just a joke and it's not going to make anybody not do anything people are people and they're still going to do stuff anyway i appreciate your guys' conversation and talking about that topic because it is a touchy topic and it is it's difficult there is no like right or wrong answer but I always listen to your podcast when I'm hiking, and I'm hiking right now, so if you hear the wind, that's what that is, but anyway, hopefully you guys can um, play this on your podcast, if not, listen to it, and then maybe talk about it, but that is the reason why I'm pro-choice.
0: All right. Who is that? She sounds hot. Yeah. <clears throat> that is my wife, Tanya, and uh, we. she she got hot on this topic. And it's a good thing we solved it during
1: that episode. Like. <laughs> He's closed, man. Uh, Thanks, Tanya.
2: (laughs) It was distracting all the clicking of the CIA listening in on her call the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard for me to pay attention. I
1: was distracted. Oh, we got another
2: My Body, My
0: Choice person. She says she likes drugs. Get her. Squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. Carrie, any thoughts?
3: (laughs) 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 I like how you threw me in the deep end. Baptism. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, do you want my honest thoughts on that? Like, uh, we minutes into this podcast. Yeah, I and... know
1: you just, I guess you just jumped like, yeah. into the deep end. thing.
3: Just... I, I've never met your wife. I appreciate the, uh, honesty of what she shared. I, I don't agree, but that that's irrelevant. But,
0: uh, what don't you agree with?
3: Well, I, I, I don't believe fundamentally that to be pro-life, you have to also stand that, that that means that people can determine whether or not we get vaccinations. I think the differentiating factor is the fact that for me, fundamentally, I believe that life begins at conception. And so the differentiating factor is that a life is involved as opposed to a vaccination. A life is not involved. I, I'm i not, uh, I'm not a anti-vaxxer, but I'm not massively huge on vaccinations, but to me they're, they're separate in the fact that I think that there is life in that. And so for me I think unequivocally we unequivocally we go okay wait hold on let's pull back and go there's a life involved that's different than whether or not you should or should not get a vaccination so that to me I fundamentally I I just agree I disagree with that that aspect of it so because I believe that life begins at conception
0: Oh I'm with you
3: yeah but I understand her point I do I understand the whole point of being pro choice, the ability to choose what I do with my body. I understand that concept, but if I have to draw a line at some point and that would be where I draw the line.
2: She sounded like she was drawing a line at some point too. She just didn't say where it was drawn. Yeah.
3: Yeah, At some point there's a line. Her
1: point was just at, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The, the, the argument, which we had the conversation like that, that's where the argument lies and, and that people believe in. Um. Okay, at some point, if you're going to say my body, my choice for abortion and you're pro-choice, you even have a line in the sand somewhere. Is it three months? Is it four months? Is it two months in terms of uh, abortion? Like she's saying, you know, if it's eight months, no, that's ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? Then? At eight months. And then there's this right. this conversation.
1: So that's what I've noticed too, is like on piggybacking on that, like there's the left has a version of it and the right has a version of it. And just, you know, my, my cards on the table, I'm, you know, directionally pro-life and we don't need to unpack that. I don't want to do a whole other episode on it, but, um, like the left, they, they don't want to talk about where, you know, you start from, you know, cells a conception, and eventually you have a full-blown baby inside that womb. And the left generally doesn't want to talk about where's that line? When is it, you know, is it, okay, outside the womb? It's no different than inside the womb at the point of birth, other than being inside and outside. It's that's like a full-grown baby. And the right doesn't really want to have, well, in my experience, doesn't really, gets uncomfortable when you're like, okay, but nine months is very different than a week before you can hear a heartbeat. Yes, you're still taking a life that will be a human child. But if there's a compromise somewhere, if you're the state and you have to like make a decision on where's, when is it become taking like a human life that can be prosecuted? Like there's a line somewhere that's compromised and elements of the left and right have a hard time on their respective sides.
2: I wasn't there and I didn't listen to the episode, but did you also talk about how, uh, there is, Uh, someone who commits murder and kills a pregnant woman, it's usually considered double homicide.
1: It might have gotten mentioned. I am i don't remember, but yeah, it's, it's worth mentioning now. Yeah. But yeah. If that happens now, that will happen if...
4: Hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, in the state of California, you can up to 28 days after birth. If you, for reasons of postpartum, kill your child, you won't be convicted for murder. That's just a, a new one on the books. No, it's already currently passed. Oh my god! I mean, I'm sure the fact checkers will jump into that, but do it. So that's that. That's the gray area. Is like you, you just, just you just explained the digression, and I, I think the problem is that the polarity of 2020 and 2021. We used everything we could to leverage what you said, so that I can get my point across, and so to use the whole in my body, my choice for the vaccination was, I think, foolish. Because it doesn't that that blurred the lines, and then it be that made that that became the argument, and that's not yeah. what the argument's about.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like I do know a lot of people more politically right that with glee jumped on. Yeah, my body, oh, my yeah. choice. If you're going to say that, then you got to say that about the vaccines. You can't force me to, to get vaccines, but you're you're not going to want to have a conversation back the one you're stealing from. Like it it still applies to the abortion debate that you're not going to agree with. So.
2: Uh, we jumped the gun I don't think we properly introduced our guest <laughs> we said
1: but
3: Carrie. you definitely we threw said me said his, under the bus off we the abortion name, topic but we we, this would not it.
2: be Bros Bibles and
1: Beer if we didn't just like disorganize it's just great. throw shit at the wall and see what happens we'll get to death
2: penalty in a minute that's <laughs> yeah. alright <laughs>
3: Let's go LGBTQ and the old trans initiative. Oh, actually, I have something
1: on that.
2: Euthanasia. We'll, just, let's go. Uh, we'll cover all the fun <laughs> topics tonight. Okay, Carrie Robinson, it, yeah. uh, honorary bro tonight, good friend, long-time friend. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do?
3: A long, long-time listener, first-time caller, <laughs> mega dittos, a huge fan of Bros Bibles and Beers. I have not listened to the latest episode, so please forgive me, but I'm caught up. I think I started at episode... Neither have we. 156. And then oh. I've been listening since then. I, that's a okay. great I believe, time to listen from. I believe I could be off on the numbers, but I'm pretty close. uh My wife and I pastor a church here in Orange County, California, and uh absolutely love it. We've been here. We moved here to start our church. It's ten years old, and uh my youngest daughter is best of friends with Zach and Andy's daughters, yes. and so that's our our connections. This is you guys are like second families to her. And so it's a, a cool, cool relational dynamic, but also just cool to be here in the room.
2: And that's basically. And you guys moved out from Dallas.
3: Well, I grew up in Dallas. You grew up we in Dallas. were in Arizona for about five years, pastoring yeah. at a church there, or associate pastors. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. You and your wife in Texas. Were Is that a question? A no, no. We were youth pastors in Texas, oh, youth pastors, then
3: youth, and associate in Arizona, and then we came here and started the church where we're at. Yeah.
0: Would you have been able to do? Both of you pastoring the church in Texas? No. No. Welcome to California. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, dirty liberal. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I mean I'm definitely uh
3: a small C complimentarian. If Jeff was here, I think he'd appreciate that. But that's you mean Scott? Com- yes. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Scott. Yes. Scott. You can talk it's about being right a third
1: person. This podcast goes all over the universe, and it's a little nerve-wracking. I get it. I am a little nervous.
3: I have never met Scott, actually. Oh, Are you and serious? I have never met him. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. We'll, we'll and keep the streak alive. Yeah, let's keep it going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's actually just an AI bot. It doesn't exist in real
3: life. That makes a lot <laughs> no, more that, sense. Yeah. Just like steeped in Calvinism Neuter
0: me in this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Neuter me in this. Totally, totally. Calvinist. Uh,
2: okay. So, uh, pastors, co-pastors of the, the movement church. Yeah. I bet most people would, the first thing that they would ask is like, Oh, how is it being married to your, to <laughs> married to the pastor? Both of you yeah. have to do that together.
3: You know, that's been a nightmare at some times and it's been great others. I think we had to learn how to navigate those lanes. So operationally I function as a senior pastor, but we co-lead the church from a perspective of vision, like you would your home. So I don't make decisions without her being in the journey with us, but operationally I'm the senior pastor. So uh, it's kind of a, we've learned to find the lanes for that, which have been exciting and challenging all at the same time. So we eat, sleep and drink uh, and breathe the church. It's our family. It's everything we do, but we love that. so. We do. I wouldn't change it, but it definitely has come with challenges. But no nothing good comes without challenges, so
2: I agree. I think that is true. I can't remember who I was talking to about this the other day, but it does feel like if it's uh if it's easy, it doesn't just it just doesn't feel like it was it was worth it, maybe. I like
1: a crunch wrap. <laughs> Just like that. It's so good. <laughs> but I do. But you will bring a challenge on yourself if you to a crunch <laughs> oh. rep.
3: I, I do think most people, though, want easy. So they want to remove all possible challenges yeah. in, from their life and to, to marginalize it because it's just an easier route because we're not, we're not like hardwired to deal with conflict and issues. And so, yeah, that is definitely not been our journey, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way.
2: It is. Um- it is a personality type though. And, yeah. and church starters is a personality type as well. Like it is not, it is not for the faint of heart.
1: You don't often get, uh, if if you listener, and I know Carrie does, but if you speak Enneagram, it's not often an Enneagram nine would be a robust
3: church starter. I'm guessing. No, not typically. <laughs> not typically. It definitely, it, it um, yeah. I mean, I've wanted to quit ministry and marriage multiple times in the journey. So it's not, not an easy one. And what's your number for the listener? I'm an eight with a seven wing, a D I on the disc, this is gay. I what don't- are we
4: talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's happening?
3: Oh my god! Oh, type A personality, whatever you want to call it, an asshole. All <laughs> of the above.
0: That was it. There, there it you is. go. That, uh, uh, now you're
3: talking now, his language.
2: Now I know who you are, Carrie. Jeff knows asshole.
0: There you go.
3: <laughs> Jeff is so dude, well acquainted dude. with assholes. What yes. you're saying?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, you can be Scott <laughs> tonight. But there. Uh, I I do feel like there
2: has to be a a pretty strong entrepreneurial spirit. Sure. Cuz you uh, a startup church is I mean it's it is a startup and and there's a lot of what's I bet there's a lot of shared DNA and psychology with people who just have their own startup businesses, period. Yeah. Like you have to have that willingness for risk and ambiguity and no one helping you necessarily solve really complex problems. You have to like all those things.
3: Yeah. And lead people towards the gospel, which tells you to put down things that you don't want to put down.
2: Yeah. All,
3: all those are true and fundamentally what we've had to walk through. So, but again, like I, I'm okay with it. It's just, it's definitely a, yeah, it's a, 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 it's an uphill battle, but.
2: If you weren't doing this. Yeah. What do you think you guys would be doing?
3: It's hard to, to wrap my mind around that. To be honest with you, because I've been in ministry. I'm I'm 42. I've been in ministry since I was 18 full time. Wow. So I don't know what that would look like. Um, I would definitely be doing something that makes a shit ton of money. <laughs> and then I'd be the best volunteer at a church <laughs> and not ever complain about anything and just love it. That's what I would do.
2: Volunteers at all churches everywhere. Please listen to that. <laughs>
3: yeah. If you wanted to make more money, you should have stayed
1: in Texas. Everything's bigger <laughs> there.
3: Especially the churches. It, it is. It's also overrated for all your Texas listeners. It's the most overrated state in the nation.
1: But oh, God shots it. fired. Yeah. Whoa. Right.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up there, lived there 26 years. I'm just telling you, it's okay.
1: So, so you mentioned uh, small C complementarian. Keep talking. What What is that? Uh, what it, Define that a little bit. Because you and your wife are both pastors. And I, I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, you skew more. Theologically, on the conservative end, the things generally. I know there's probably, but but people that are definitely conservative might see a woman pastor as being on the slippery slope to mm. like progressive hell theologically. Hmm. Have you gotten any of that feedback? But like, I, I, I started rambling right away. Sorry about That's that. That's what I, I do. just was
3: wondering, do you want to pick your any question? more deep what? end topics to throw me into 20 minutes into this podcast? Oh, we're going yeah. to we're
1: go
4: get the trans. There's I'm only
3: down. 40 left. <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it.
1: But what's your yeah, definition? Sure, you mentioned sure, sure. small C, sure. complementarian.
3: Yeah. So, uh, without going into the... I mean, if, if Scott was here, he'd probably love to dive into at the slowest talking pace ever. I listened to you guys at one and a half <laughs> speed, by the way. Just oh, so you know. Oh. I, I probably you, sound
1: super articulate. No, I listened to you at okay. one and a half speed. That's yeah. getting
3: clipped. And and what you should definitely do is listen back to your podcast at the... What is it? Half speed? You sound a drunk as can be. It's hysterical. <laughs> and sometimes we are. That's, that's fair. Extra If you drunk. also
2: just fast forward about an hour in, it's the same thing. Fair
3: enough. So just Scott, I love you, bro. But... Uh, uh, you do talk extremely slow, but that's not important. Uh, small C. Actually, it is, but continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to be invited be back. back. No, it's not you. Be <laughs> back.
2: You're talking, Scott. So, You're talking
3: slow. The the biggest difference without describing all the 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 the, the, the t- theological nuances is I believe in, in the headship of a male. And so I believe that...
1: Uh, oh, now we're going to fight. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Can I get an amen? I'm down.
3: I'm down. So... Jesus is the head of the church. God is the head of Jesus. Jesus is the head of the church. And so is the man, is the head of the household. And But that does not mean dictatorial. That does not mean misogynistic. does not mean toxic. But at the end of the day, I believe I'll stand before Jesus for my family. And he's going to say, hey, let's talk about how you led your family. And He, I'll, I believe I'll, I'll be held accountable different than my wife will. Um, but uh, I believe the same for the church. So you cannot have two masters. You cannot have uh, two leaders. It's impossible. They're ne- never in any in organizations does that work. So we lead together in the same way we lead our family, where we pray for the church, we seek vision, direction, mission, vision, et cetera. But at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. So, um, but we've never, we've, I've, we've never made a decision for the church that we weren't both in alignment on. We also have great accountability and pastors in our life. Mm-hmm. So if we don't align, we call them before we make a decision. Hey, we're struggling here. So what, where are we missing? Who's, we don't care who's right. We want what's right. Um, but at the end of the day, organizationally, I'm the buck stop. And uh, on paper, I'm the president of the organization. If we get in trouble financially, if we get in trouble morally, right. I'm the one who's removed from office, not Megan, my mm. wife. So um, it, it, it does create challenges and it's a tension to be managed, not a problem to be solved. Little Andy, Andy Stanley there for you. Um, but that's the small, that's the, this, the, the most base explanation I could give you for a small C complementarian. I'm not a hardcore reform guy, you know?
2: Yeah. What would be the, what would be a version of big C just so that we get a, we get the bookends?
3: Well, I, I would hate to say that because, you know, it's kind of like Picking out a, a color white at, of paint at Home Depot, you've got seven hundred and fifty shades of white in there. I like pearl. Okay, yeah, Pearl what? some some sugar eggshell. Yeah, some soft eggshell, yeah. egg creamy eggshell. Uh, you know, typically, hard to see complementarian would say that women should not hold the office of authority or leadership over the governing body or men in general. They can over children um etc but they would say no they can't or so so therefore should not speak from the pulpit or platform right so our we have an executive team uh, four executive pastors on our staff two of them are women so our number 2 is a girl a female um she's freaking badass and like can dominate and is amazing and so like it she has authority over if we're gone she's in charge yeah is she um, single <laughs> she's not single. Sorry, Scott.
4: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Scott.
3: We do have some single women in our church, but, uh, you have to come through me first. Cause I'm not sure if you're ready for them. <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. That sounds hardcore complimentarian, doesn't it? A little, uh, it little, just bit, sounds like little big, handmaidens.
2: It tale. just sounds like big brother. Yeah. There you like, go. You're protective. <laughs> watching yeah. out, especially yeah. cause it's Scott. And I, think, every, our, I think our
0: world is, I think our society has, has made this into a really bad thing. And I, I, and i know at the end of the day my wife would agree even though i'm like yeah that's right you know men should be the leaders but when it comes down to it i i think if she's like if i drop the ball she'd be like what are you doing yeah like this this is for you to be you know making sure that all of this happens and and i know that weight is there uh so um you know as as much as World is like you know women you know independence and you know strong women. I'm like, okay, grab a uh, military rifle and go to the front <laughs> line. Be like, no, thank you. <clears throat> Be like, I mean, neither would I. But I mean, the idea of you know a, a role. I mean, there are some natural roles that we fall into. Yeah, there's the gray area of like uh, you know a little weaker man and a little and a little stronger.
2: Is that the same thing though? Like leadership versus are you a, yes. you a firefighter?
0: There's that like you're you're correct in the the idea of I think what you're getting at Andy is um I don't think you're going to come across a a, a really healthy marriage where the woman the wife is is leading everybody in everything. It just, it wouldn't feel right at all in any regard. Uh, Send feedback to Jeff at com. But that's what I mean. You're affirming the, what's going on in society when that's not, I mean, there's no health in a relationship if that's what's happening. And If what's what's happening. If, you know, is Zach's kind of poking fun like, Oh, that, that idea is not a woke idea. And so that... Oh, no, you just added that. N- well, you're... you're you are just pl- added that. Well, no, you're playing in... You're playing... I mean, no, it's... I know you're joking. Maybe not. Maybe you are. Uh, but you're playing into the... Uh, uh, women, you know, are equal. Yes. Equal in that, as Carrie has said. I actually haven't said anything. You're no, reading <laughs> a lot into... No, but you've... Fair. In our past conversations and how you and your wife... You know, you I know how you are. You put you put it out there and how you function at the end of the day, Zach. Um I ask permission if I can do anything. You're right, Jeff. <laughs> you should just ask I'm him sorry. to state his position.
1: I'm sorry, Jeff. And if only I were here. <laughs> yeah, but we've heard I've heard you in the past talk about this. You're onto something. I will agree with you in one respect. Like, if you go if you're a hunting hunter gatherer society. And you you don't have like the modern freedoms that we have now. It's like we need to eat. So you go get food. I made life with my body. I will be, there's like a natural difference. Like generally men are stronger. Generally women have different characteristics that men don't have. And there's this thing that works out.
2: You're talking about
1: sex? Well, that too, that works. The workout part? Um, um, but yes, but, uh, additionally, Andy, um, sorry, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, in modern flash forward to now, we have so many freedoms that I think evolutionarily speaking, we're still trying to adjust to like women not owning property or not being able to do certain things. Like all these things are remnants of because they had to literally like way back and they literally had to take care of the kids and the man had to go out and, and hunt and kill shit. Um, and so we have freedoms that just there's biological pressures. And so I think we're trying to adjust to and adapt to women do not have to have kids now they can, they can have control over whether they have kids or not. That wasn't always the case. And so, I think. Well, l- if they
0: if they never have kids, then we can just die as a people.
1: Yes on a on a big ultimate level. If everyone stopped having kids, that's the case. But that's not the case. People ha- are free to choose what what they want to do with their their lives and because get- there's
0: a natural way of how humans interact and children are made and. And that just... You're talking about sex. Yeah. Well, like, like <laughs> cyclical.
1: Like, we are passing on trade because of modern s- medicine and science. We're pat like people that have shitty eyes are going to pass shitty eye genes down to kids because of w- they're not going to die off because we have glasses and contacts and all that stuff. And so,
2: oh, you mean because in the past those people would have been eaten by uh, they, wouldn't, animals have coming, they wouldn't have seen it coming. They wouldn't see it coming. But it's just
1: Boom. it's <laughs> not see that coming. part of
2: this equation of
1: of. Uh, because of modernity, it's not necessarily right or wrong. There's a lot of gray. And so the the typical roles that are traditionally defined for good reasons, I'm not fighting against that, um, don't necessarily have to exist anymore. And I think the church and society in general is trying
3: to to battle with that. Okay. But are you talking about roles within the home? Because that's what I'm hearing you say is talking about who's taking care of children, who's hunting and gathering and I, I don't. Th- I think that there's a difference between the the roles that we play in a home, as far as the functionality of our house, and the role that we play as far as leadership is concerned. And I think that to it for me fundamentally is the differential. And I I, I mean I I when I look at things and and I just for the listener, I am not a bro Bible and beer guy. I'm just a guest, so don't hold this against these dudes, but. <laughs> I, I, I look at this and I, th- I see the shift that took place really in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and, and 80's with the feminist movement that was partnered with the sexual revolution, where we removed the sanctity of sexuality. And there, and I, I believe it was there's a great need for bringing equality to women. Uh, on a global scale to say hey you equal pay equal rights i i'm not I'm not arguing that but those two movements also shifted the cultural norms that i believe are actually biblically based now not not steeped in in everything good over the course of the last 2000 years but i believe that in that process Generally speaking, guys are like, you want to be equal. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And now it's like, we can all, let's have sex with whoever we want. There's no, there's no courtship. There's no value to the relationship that we have. So uh, cool. I'll back out. And I think guys abdicated, men abdicated their role and women stepped up and filled that. And, and I'm not talking about what, whether, who does the dishes and who cooks the the, mm-hmm. the meals and who brings home the bacon. I'm just saying as far as leadership within the home. And I think that fundamentally is a problem. I want women to have equal pay. I want them to have equal rights to vote, all that yeah. stuff. But I believe that's where the shift took place fundamentally in our nation. And then men abdicated and just said, oh, so we don't have to actually get married to have sex. Let's just do what we want. Okay. So then you can, you're going to lead, you're going to be strong. You're going to bring home the, the bacon. Cool. Let's go for it. And I think that was the fundamental shift that took place. And now culturally, that is a wave that has caught up with us. So now if you say anything contrary to what our current cultural norm is, you're a bigot, you're toxic masculinity. And I'm not suggesting that we should oppress women. I'm just saying, Hey, no, God actually builds order into everything he does. And in that order always flows from the top down. And that's challenging. There can't be, there can't be, you know, dictatorial misogynistic behavior, but there's order in everything that God does. And I think that has been evaporated from our culture. I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I, I I think I agree with that in, in general. Um that feels like that's historically accurate too.
0: Are you saying in general so it lands softly? Or are you saying in general I'm leaving myself room K-A-Yot. in case someone right. yeah, wants to
2: give feedback like, oh, you agree with everything that Carrie says? No, there's probably something in there I don't agree sure. with perfectly. But I my I'm willing to bet that most people who um struggle with uh that passage in Timothy mm. uh I bet most of them it's I would be curious if you interviewed pe- men and women on what their view or what their definition of good leadership was. Mm-hmm. Also
1: probably not written by Paul, but that's another conversation. <laughs>
2: okay. But, but I think, I think... Where's it, Scott when you need I him? Often <laughs> Where's Scott?
4: <laughs> it's not fair.
2: I know. We should have had him. Keep I, think, going on, I, Andy, keep I going. think that often gets, uh, that probably gets conflated. And most, I would be willing to bet that most women who uh, bristle at that mm-hmm. verse think of it as dictatorial and misogynistic Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's a hammer in the household Mm -hmm. and bow
3: to my needs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bow to my needs. Do what I say, shut up and listen. And, and that's not good leadership. That's a, that's a leader with no followers. Yeah. Right. And so uh, that, that part, I, I don't always, I mean, it usually gets lumped in or addressed in the second half of it, which is in, you know, men Mm -hmm. give up your, give your lives up. Um, but that one feels like it gets glossed over pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, but that, uh, I, I would be willing to bet that when most people have that like knee jerk reaction to this concept of positioning, uh, leadership between the sexes, that it's because there's a, they've experienced or have the concept of some negative idea of what leadership is and that it's oppressive mm-hmm. and who wants to be
0: oppressed. What? I think a lot of people... It's the
2: leadership the way the world does it. Well, yeah, that's the example that's given, right? Oh, I guess most that, of the leaders in our lives are, feel like they have their thumb on us.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of females have stepped up into what we might call power positions, whether it's in their marriage or just in society, because men have dropped the ball. And I have lacked, lacked leadership and they've lacked um leadership in their faith and family and and so there's an an apathy that's been built in and and it's just eating us uh, from the inside.
2: I do, but Carrie's other half of that is that there what there was an actual movement that right. intended to change the mentality of women alone. So even if you have guys that aren't abdicating, it's it's like a, you know, we're imagining there's two meters and and one on the left is the, is women's intentionality towards leadership that starts rising sure the men's uh interest in leadership does not have to drop for the women's to rise as well so it could it can and we've probably seen that that's what we're saying but, but that's what
3: second wave and third wave feminism did it what it shifted from bring equality to no you are misogynistic toxic, toxic leaders you are the problem and and i'm not pointing at people in general But I do believe that there has been a consorted effort over the last four decades to point out to men, they are the problem. I don't know that there's necessarily a group, the Democratic Party, or the, I'm just saying that that is. Yeah. I think it's, to be honest. I think it's the, the powers of darkness. To be honest with you, and and as a as a result, men have back backed away. For every great thing that we have, every strength that we have as a person, there's a shadow side. Sure. So my strength is I'm not afraid of conflict. The shadow side is I'm an asshole. Like I, you know, like that. So there's there's strengths and weaknesses. So the strength of that of the feminist movement is huge, but the shadow side is that we made the bad guys instead of saying, let's find equality and where we can both win in this. We had to make someone a bad guy.
2: I love that. Othering.
1: I, I love that. Like I just a thought came to me is like the wor- progress doesn't happen through without heresy. Like if everything always remained heterodox, like, you know, Isaac Newton, like all these, there's plenty of heretics in the past that have been proven right. That at the time we're like off with, off with their head, and that includes like the feminist movement. Like there's change; the way progress happens is often super messy, and you don't get the progress that we have now without people on the fringes doing sometimes radical and in in the totally. moment wrong. Like it, it's it could be wrong. The individuals doing wrong. Luther
3: that, and the Reformation.
1: Yeah,
3: it's, you're you're exactly right,
1: and and so I think that that applies you know, it applies to feminism. Like there's, I feel like the world is like different pendulum swings that swing. Like if you're an honest observer and you're like, well, you're swinging too far this way. It's like, that's, that's kind of just the way it goes. You don't get back to the equilibrium. You don't get to a progress sort of equilibrium without these swings. And I, right now I think we're in the midst of a swing. There's a lot of like, you know, I don't expect to debate like all the gender stuff and everything, but I think there's a lot of stuff gender wise that are, that or it's like there's overcorrections yeah. because yeah. of there are like sexual minorities and stuff that have been ostracized and have to kind of hide and and don't feel comfortable being out and so there's this overswing where you know any number of things happen that are like make a lot of people uncomfortable and sometimes individually for very good reasons like yeah it's not it's not all good but in the midst of all of that like for instance one of the books I mentioned in the um What Are You Consuming, A Renegade History of the United States, like a lot of the progress in women being able to own property and vote and and whatnot was because of like sexual revolution and, and like women owning whorehouses and stuff like that called at the time. Like people might have more appropriate language usage sure. for that. But
2: Ladies of the Night.
1: But People that own property and were creating business, entrepreneurial. And yes, maybe on an individual level, that's wrong and you shouldn't do that. And maybe people got hurt in the midst of it, but it was part of this bigger picture driving uh, freedom forward for more people in general.
2: Like Jay Z so. said. Ladies is pimps too. <laughs> Go on, brush your shoulders off.
1: I wanted that clips, man.
2: We need that for the soundboard.
1: But
3: the, the, I think the problem today is polarization. So now it's not, a, there's no there's no place for civil discord and conversation. So now if you disagree, you are the enemy. As opposed to if you disagree, okay, how do we find a common ground? How do we find a way forward? Right, and I think therein lies the problem. If, I'm a very strong personality, um, I'm not afraid of confrontation, and if you hear me talk about this, you might think that I, my wife is a quiet, you know, mm-hmm. unassuming, you know, sits on the front row and just you know loves her husband, who's a pastor, but that is not the case. My wife is a strong, strong, vocal. Female, and so, like, I
1: tried to arm wrestle her once. That you're right, I she, saw her bench 250 the she, other day.
3: That was that was a, a few months ago now, it's <laughs> definitely over that. So, I'm, I'm just saying, true. if she was here, she would be like 100%. So,
2: the two things that came to mind are number one, like what you described, Jesus' ministry was definitely li- like con- considered heretical, um, and that was uh going against a lot of the social norms of the day as well, and uh. Uh, the second, the second thought that I had was, you know, the 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 responses there also felt very polarizing to Jesus and his ministry and what was going on there. And so I wonder if we as humans are no different in that we still mm-hmm. we still experience polarization, but just the way that we have access to so much more information now has amplified our awareness. Yeah. And so we've been do, we've been we're doing what we've been doing forever. It's just that we are far more aware of it. Now,
1: I agree. Kind of, (laughs) caveating with there, there might be. I I don't know if you guys would even disagree with like there. It does feel like there is a there's unique changes, but kind of like what you said, or or I don't know if it's like what you said. Going back to the invention of writing, the earliest discovered writings we have there's a version of like kids these days. And like the young kids are going to just fuck this up for everyone. Like we are screwed because of the generation coming up. That is true of every generation, which doesn't mean there aren't unique challenges for now. And with our kids, like there's a lot of super scary stuff going on, a lot of moving parts and uncertainty. So I don't want to discount that, but I don't know. trying to see the bigger picture and see how maybe progress will be made through some of these things. I feel like the pendulum's swinging back too. I don't know some. what your point is. Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't, I, no, I want to know. I want to know what you're trying to say. Because um, you try, you did say I'm interested that you might have disagreed with me, but I can't tell. No, what, I think I did. was. I might have like framed it
1: that way, but I think I was oh. trying to yes and a little bit like. There's a lot of struggles, and I I don't, you know, I agree with something. Carrie mentioned actually about the pocket or about like in general, you can't just disagree with people. Like I, I'm probably not on the same page with you hundred percent. Sure. Like, but it's not like a black or white thing. Like I like a lot of everything you're saying. I would just want to like nuance it and caveat sure. it or, and, and and like spend like four hours on it, which I think is a beautiful thing. Same with what you said, Jeff. And we don't have to be on the same page with this. Cause I, I know you guys enough. That's the thing is like, we everything is online where you don't know people. Right. I know you guys, so you guys could Mm -hmm. say some crazy shit that I really disagree with, but I was like, okay, tell me more. I see the fruit of the broadness of your life and I like it. And I think it's good. (laughs) So there's like a little bit of grace. There's like a give and take that can be, can be done. So
3: yeah, like, okay,
1: (laughs) okay. We should all save, it. keep it in uh, the hopper. Smi- I know
3: he's got a smile. Do you want me to not go? No, go okay. for it. Do it. This will be my last time on Bros no. bottles of beer.
2: <laughs> he's
1: gonna
3: blow. It. He's you know, burning the bridge right now. <laughs> you know. Okay. So take uh, ladies are safe through take childbirth. The summer of t- <laughs> 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 take the summer of twenty twenty, just after George Floyd's death. And the racial eruption that took place in our nation. Thank you for saying his name. <laughs> okay. And, and um, you saw, okay. So I'm a pastor of a non-denominational, probably what would be qualified or classified as an evangelical church. Okay. So for your listeners, you can put me into whatever category you want to put me into. So we are trying to figure out how do we navigate this? We have to say something. We got to talk. And so, I'm, I'm also a uh, Caucasian and our church is probably got a pff- decent tan though. Thank you, sir. 50 to 60% white <laughs> and then probably 25% Hispanic. And then the rest would be uh, maybe some, you know, Pacific Islander, Asian. And then the very small amount of, uh, of black people, but that's mirrors our, our County, our mm-hmm. region that we live in. So yeah. we're pretty diverse for our County. Um, But I'm like, okay, we got to say something. And so me as well as many other pastors are scrambling. Okay, let's get some people, pastor friends who are black. Let's, let's get FaceTime live. Let's do yeah. some things. Let's have conversation. Let's talk about this. But it was just for myself and for so many people across the board, it was just listening to one side of the dialogue. There was no conversation. Yeah. And And I know, again, for those of you listening, I'm not a bro, so... <laughs> If you're mad at me, leave a voicemail <laughs> at jeff at com. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no conversation. There was no like, wait, let's talk about this. Mm. Let's talk about the fact that George Floyd was resisting arrest and just jacked up on copious amounts of drugs. And let's talk about this now. Was his death tragic? 100%. Okay, well, let's have a conversation. Yeah. As opposed to let's talk about the need for res- racial reconciliation, which we need that. Sure. But there, those conversations didn't exist and to have that conversation to to say something with every real oh man i don't know if i'm ever going to be invited back
4: zach is like no, this is not no I mean-
3: every single news report of another individual young black man being killed you're then if you ask the question what what was the story behind that what happened here you were a bigot for even asking that instead of You know, posting Black Lives Matters or throwing up a fist of solidarity. There's always more
1: context. It was good to uh, to that.
3: Yes. So there's no conversation and there's no place for no space for that because if you did that, yeah, you were you were on the wrong side. Polarization again. And I by the I love all people. So Congratulations. Dude, that's it. I remember. Did you just say
1: all lives matter? No. That's
3: offensive <laughs> to me. I did.
1: So I, I love remember all people. I remember texting I'm a, some
3: tequila.
2: I texted a few. of My do. Oh I yeah. Want some. We should we should fill those up. I remember texting a few friends during that time too, and being like, just checking in with them, uh, friends who are black, and like, hey, how's it going? I'm I'm just curious where you're at, and I'm. It was it was not me trying to give a. How is your blackness treating you? Yeah, is that what you're saying? That's no, no. I'm just, dude. There's a lot going on right now, and I'm letting yeah. all the subtext do its own work without me saying it. It was merely, "How's it going right now? How, yeah, how are you?" And uh, and I think most of the comments that came back were pretty normal, like appreciated that I was reaching out, and
3: really, yeah, that was for me. That was the same thing. Like I reached out to all my friends, like, "Hey, how are you?" Because it was a rough time in our nation, and it was just, yeah.
2: I'm not trying to really. My goal was not to. I, I didn't have an agenda other than, Hey, I want you to know, I'm just checking in and seeing how you're doing. Cause there's a lot of things that are happening right now. So how are you doing? Speaking of Mexicans. <laughs> oh man. He's about,
1: to... oh, wow. Wow. Those are heavy. Oh pours. my
2: gosh. carry carry. additionally.
0: I'm brought glad to split the two cups vacation. into four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Uh... He physically poured more than was wow. in the bottle. But talk about a wow. Christmas miracle.
2: It is. It's like the loaves and the fish somehow. I like. Oh my gosh. It smells amazing. I
1: like a good, you know, the first time I got hammered drunk and lost everything that was inside of me was Was tequila.
2: Back at Carrie's backyard. (laughs) We're having
1: barbecue and there's a skateboard ramp. We got a cheers here. All right. Over the mic. Okay. Clinky. Wow. I hope they heard that. Um, (laughs) Oh my god! Smell the-
3: Oh
2: Do you
1: want me to tell you about this right now? Yeah, can we
3: talk. I was in uh, about Puerto Vallarta it. this summer, and we did a tequila tasting. And this is a this was the winner. Oh man, I've got another one that I didn't bring with me. We'll have to have it. maybe for, so smooth. If you ever invite me back, I'll bring that to twenty year age. But this if is,
1: you're bringing twenty year age anything, you're invited this is, back. This I don't is, care what. Hair
3: this is six year about. age, but it's uh, pretty beautiful. So Dude. cheers, cheers. That cheers. is so
1: good. Um Carrie you're not wrong like during that time
2: at our church everyone felt like they were stepping on eggshells.
1: Well and the pastor at the time like I I need to say something he made
0: a fatal mistake.
1: Try in in that he was trying to bring everyone together and say something down the middle to address things That's, without pissing anybody off. He ends up pissing off both sides yeah. it, and people, people leave. It's like, should have just stuck with the Bible. It's an example of, Jeff, yeah, says the, the guy stuck. who's not
3: pastoring the church, just doing that. And also
1: <laughs> Jeff, do you own a Bible? Not counting your phone. I'm just kidding, Jeff.
3: I will tell you, I was in the same place. I made mistakes. I post, I blacked out my Instagram and I wish I hadn't. And I, I, I posted things I shouldn't have posted in ignorance. And
0: but see, you understanding, people fell to society. 100%. fell to the world and and bought in your right. marketing scheme and died as a church. But regard, You're right, Jeff. Re, so
1: you guys You're not can, wrong. You guys can t- keep talking about that.
2: Uh, um, but, but Zach's going to talk about something else. I'm gonna talk
1: about something else real quick. Guys, I got a clip on abortion. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, the hey, you, thanks for <laughs> aborting our conversation. <laughs> we'll edit that out, Jeff. It's right there. We'll edit that out. All right. Um I don't remember what I was going to say now. Abortion. No, but, but when you do a thing, you put, you black out your Instagram. It's like all, all things you're, you are trying to make the world a better place in yeah. that moment. I don't, I know you enough to believe that you weren't trying to virtue signal in the sense of like, let me get kudos and points for being on the right side of history. You're, you're part of this thing. And I think most people are that and, they fall victim to that, like well, they get
2: caught up in that. And there's there was no playbook for this. It's not like we could look back on this. And go, oh yes, we've experienced these things before. Here's how you right engage. I just
1: hate like that's an example. Like people see that, oh, that means carries on that team, right? And I'm exactly. not on that team, so fuck that guy. I'm out. And and I I just I hate that. And you see it right now. It seems like it's more from the left for sure, but you see it on both sides. And I I just. It's so garbage. Well, Going back to voting, I, I wish women couldn't vote, and, <laughs> but I want—I do want to say I wish nobody could vote. So, okay, interesting. But we'll talk about that later. Okay, think about mess. this. A nice one.
3: You, you all have kids. I have kids, and so you're when you came home with your firstborn that first night, you're like, "What do I do?" Like it was crazy. I remember the first time my oldest started crying and wouldn't stop, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's I called terrifying. i call my mom. What do you do? And she said, "Well, it's gonna be fine. Just chill out."
2: Just learn well, to not sleep.
3: Yeah. And so in that, in that era, that 2020. I left 2020, you alone and, outside, Gary, so. You did. I'm okay now. <laughs> 2020, 2021, we didn't know. There's nobody had answers. And I, I can tell you like you, you said, what you just said, Jeff is exactly right. We didn't know, how, I didn't know how to respond as a leader, but I, my people are hurting. And I responded in in an attempt to do something right. I made some errors. They were, I don't think they were heretical. I don't think they were critical. We're still a church. We're still thriving, but I look back and I go, oh, I missed it, and uh, and that's hard. And I don't, I, but that's because seven, eight, nine months later, I start learning about things. I start learning about. I know Zach's going to love this critical theory and critical race theory, and I start learning about all the things that are happening. I'm like, oh, okay, and now I have I a see tattoo.
1: Actually, I want to show you guys. I can't
3: wait. Is CRT, it a tramp stamp? Or CRT, or no? CRT <laughs> tattoo. Where is it located? <laughs> so I just know for me, I I I did. I fell into that category of allowing culture to lead me as I led my church as opposed to leading it from an understanding or just waiting until I had understanding.
2: Well, and to be fair, things moved really, really fast. Oh, and yeah. to have a moment to try to like understand what was going on was pretty tough. Yeah. And you can confirm or deny this, but I expect that most folks in church leadership were expected to, to produce some sort of reaction yes. within a relatively short period of time. And what you what I hear you describing is some of that's gonna naturally have to be uneducated because there's no time yeah. to go research this stuff. You're just supposed to react almost. Exactly. That's hard.
4: Yeah.
1: Man, uh I don't know how how long you guys wanna be here, but just I, I'm remembering like when George Floyd first happened, Sean Hannity, when's the last time you heard that guy like come after cops like right when that happened everyone was like this shouldn't have happened and I know it turns out there was context to to it 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 wasn't like George Floyd is a saint and the cops are evil or or vice versa the, you know the picture is is just it's just terrible all the way around but you had like a unified people like what is happening right now this the cops shouldn't this shouldn't have happened regardless of what George Floyd was on or right. whatever and how quickly that turned into like the media. This is going to get a little bit tinfoil hatty a little bit. I feel like the people that are in the power, uh, places of the highest power, like for a minute, everyone was united, like, wait a second, maybe things do need to change. And how quickly that shifted into like, Black Lives Matter. No, all lives matter. There there was was a
2: heartbeat there for a moment, right? I do remember that now. Where, where, yeah, everyone was like, this is bad. Like, what are, you know... It was an opportunity for, like, unification, and that happened, it felt like, for about three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then it got polarized immediately, and some folks chose to capitalize on that.
1: And then, like, the term Black Lives Matter gets pitted against all lives matter, which of course, both of those things are true, but right. they become signifiers for what team you're on. And there's nothing Polarization. in between. Polarization.
3: Polarization. Yeah. Laker lives matter. And, and I know, um, Zach, that this is gonna, you know, you don't agree with this theology, but I, I just think at the fundamental level, I think that that is where Satan thrives is, is division. And, uh, I know maybe, maybe some of you I actually agree with caveats. Okay. With, with asterisks.
2: Well, which would probably be let me put words in your mouth. Let me Please just do. jam them in there. If you if you believe that Satan is a thing.
3: Oh. Yeah, well let's right. go. Let's now this so, podcast is getting juicy.
1: And and I just wanna comfort you, Carrie. Or or just <laughs> really
3: comfort re-
1: No, you don't. <laughs>
3: you're don't a, grown, comfort our you're a grown ass man. Don't, yeah.
1: But I wanna
0: just go after the
1: guest. Release you from any pressure to caveat. You're doing the stuff that i Major in which is caveats. Like, I want to be. Hey, I want to speak
3: freely. I want to be a good steward of your listeners because I'm honored to be here, and I <sighs> so feel like many words yeah, so I much juicy. <laughs> it's getting juicy.
1: I agree with you. Um, whether or not Satan is an individual being, I think you can make an argument for what you said.
3: Yeah, I would see a lot of with the extensive research I've done on just what's happening in our culture and education with applied postmodernism people always ask, well, who's the bad guy behind this? Like, is this, is it, is it the liberal democratic party? Is it Nancy Pelosi? And the answers are obviously yes, but no, I'm kidding. No, I I don't think. I'm picturing
1: Kyle Dunnigan skeleton hands. Uh, You guys haven't looked up Kyle Dunnigan doing Nancy Pelosi. It's pretty funny.
3: Hammer sex fights. I just, (laughs) I wonder though, I just think like if, if, uh, if I was Satan, the best thing I could do, would be to take a nation who is founded on biblical principles and drive a shiv right at the middle and make the argument about something that the argument should never be about. And like you just said, black lives matter, all lives matter. Well, yeah. So what, but we, we got lost in that. And if you didn't post it, you were demonized. I had people leave my church because I said all lives matter I had people leave my church because I said black lives matter. Mm. I had people leave my church because I didn't post when that dude walked in to the massage parlor in Atlanta and killed eight or 10 people that were Asian. And he said, it wasn't because of race. I am a sex addict, but I got people leave my church because I didn't post about AAPI hate. So mm. it was like this stupid, like, There's, Oh, Holy smokes. Like what in the world?
1: No
2: matter what you do,
1: it didn't
3: matter. There's yeah.
1: pure purity content or purity tests all the way around. Yeah.
3: Like, and so the, so the, the bottom, the, the bummer is that that impact, in my opinion, again, I'm a pastor. I've given my life to pastor a church, but in my opinion, that hurts the church, the church, the big C church, and it brings division and it impacts the gospel being advanced. And I know Zach doesn't believe in the gospel, but that's not, that's another podcast. This, this discussion. I would just, I
1: would just say, I, I don't think you believe the gospel. Then. <laughs> If you what don't believe my gospel, Carrie,
2: What if it, what if it is, what if it is the gospel? This does, this discussion doesn't make me want to go back and, uh, reread screw tape letters though, Uh-oh. because who
0: is God's children,
2: the screw tape letters. I love the way that it, it does get into a lot of the, of however you perceive, uh, I'll say the forces of evil in the world to hedge my bets here and a- appease everyone in the room. Uh, I'm not triggered. <laughs> I think it 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 does do a great job of explaining, you know, totally. how how it influence will happen and occur and division occurs. And I, and sure. Evil exists in disunity in the all end. forms. Yeah.
3: I, I re I reread screw tape letters in twenty twenty one. Did you? I did because it was just like oh this is exactly what Lewis depicted. Yeah like of epic proportion. I enjoyed Did you read the- 1984 right? I after sure that? did. I 100% cool. did. Was that the sequel? No. <laughs> <laughs> did that, you read did you read 1984 this year? I think it goes the to two towers If you haven't read that or haven't read it in a long time, you should read it again. It is physically happening right now. It's insane. And he wrote that in what? 1948. George Orwell?
4: Yeah.
1: Life imitates art or is it the other way around there or both go. all the time?
2: Yeah. Also, go look for a supercut of The Simpsons predicting the future.
1: It's spot
0: That's on, amazing.
2: It's it's literally spot on. Unreal. Yeah.
0: I so wanted. I so wanted to say so much in the last ten minutes, but it's all just a fight. Let's it's go. Just, Come no, on, no. no, no. Come Jeff, on, Jeff. Did just, I railroad? I didn't mean to railroad no, 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 you. It's like there's so many things that have happened over the last three years that I'm like a BS the greatest thing in this country is the marketing on media and it just, it just crushes everybody's spirit. It does divide us completely a hundred percent. Like we, people cannot get out of their, their own way. They just, they, they lack. And this is maybe where, you know, a faith is showing itself being lost in our society is that people are just, uh, they're eating the sand. Hmm. Um, they they think something's there, but there's nothing there. It's just a distraction, and it's just it's driving apart people and marriages. But it's being done in a way that that feels almost third party ish, where it's like, wait, I don't even know that person. I have never even had a conversation. Why do I not like that person? Mm. And and we've talked about this before. Like, have a conversation with someone, and you're good but if we allow the overarching yeah, so the overarching theme Celtics fan. of me, of of media <laughs> to just drive home on tiktok and tiktok tiktok and instagram and facebook and and snapchat and we just it all gets driven home there then we're a lost a lost cause it's anyway it's all even back to the George Floyd thing i I mean, I even put posted some things. Um, that people are like, "You're a, a, you're an a-hole. You're, you're a, you know, a horrible person." People that I'm was friends right. with, colleagues with, and I'm like, "Wait, I can't even, I can't even ask the question. Like, really? Ten minutes sitting on someone's neck? Really? People just sit around and everybody's just even a police officer is going to do that? I'm like?" And all of a sudden that becomes the show of society. I'm like, I got some questions uh, and people are like, how could you even say that? I'm like, why don't I get to say that? Why can't I ask the question? And probably in, in, in the, in the cities of where there's lots of black people, they're probably like, who knows, maybe like this happens every day or or in just horrible neighborhoods, could be white neighborhoods, This people are dying every day. Like, well, what is this one guy, you know, who got, you know, ended by a police officer? Who knows? But I'm like, the, the world is torturous and people cannot lose focus of Christ or they will just go off the deep end with the media that's driving crap home. It's meant, meant to divide us. But
3: that's, that's applied postmodernism because applied postmodernism says that you fit into one of two power dynamics. You're the oppressor or the oppressor. And so if you are questioning someone who's been oppressed, then you by nature are the oppressor. So therefore you are the enemy. And that's exactly what our cultural dynamic is. I get in, the
0: psychology of it.
3: 100%. And so you, you, if you speak up against that, then you are an oppressor. Therefore we must dethrone you and but but applied postmodernism is cannibalistic and it it, it eats itself because the power dynamics is. we're seeing once that you now.
2: remove one someone someone else pops yeah, in right
3: well then the oppressed becomes hungry, the hungry oppressor hippos. because yeah. now we're saying oh you actually can't you cannot tell me what I can or cannot do
2: it's like the minor league farm system guys <laughs> in baseball where they're constantly you they're constantly okay I get it now. bringing up new talent to the top as the old ones retire and get injured and leave. <laughs> That's how we get a. that's good. A urea's pitching for the Dodgers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's how that happens. And you guys are big Yankees fans, right? What the I'm fuck? You, God. <laughs> now you're not invited back. That's how you know I'm a longtime listener. God. Come on. I know you hate the Yankees. Everyone hates Because with.
2: everyone hates the Yankees. I mean I don't I'm not we, That's why they're there to be hated. Scott's <laughs> not
1: here, but I can say this about him. We got Doyers, we got Dodgers for Andy, Angels for me, Padres for Jeff.
3: And the, the Dallas Cowboys for Kerry,
1: and there you go. Yes, sir. And the one thing we all have in common: we hate the Yankees. Yes. There you go.
2: That's true.
0: All right. Well, that was the end. <laughs> Congratulations! I was, a,
2: I was a big Dallas Cowboys fan in the uh, Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith mm, days. Mm, those are good days. Oh, uh, that was back when I was uh, collecting cards too. Oh yeah,
3: I had those cards too. Oh man, Upper Deck man. Yeah. Fleer.
2: Yep, I had me a bunch Leaf. of. I had a bunch of Emmitt Smith. Rules. Yeah. I bought a box of cards once. My wife threw them away. Where money. are they? Oh, yeah. I have them. Okay. I have mine. Shaquille That's cash Neal money right card. There. I do have a Shaq rookie card. I've got it. My wife yep. tossed it. Oh, I have a Shaq rookie card. Mm. Those days are gone. I have a can't, 1965 Sandy Koufax. That's Can't wait till he card. dies,
1: right, Andy? Oh, my God. It'd be worth a <laughs> lot of oh, money, so right? <laughs> Don't worry, he's going to heaven. Everyone does, Carrie. right? Okay. Nope. <laughs> do not agree. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's spend the next hour debating hell.
0: I'm just Let's go. Women preaching from the pulpit going to hell. <laughs> and On the up. next, bro. <laughs> um, there was I don't know. Yes, get to Dude, it. This is no, get to it. This is um. We should have segued into this thirty minutes ago. We're an hour. I don't know in. why this y'all are afraid
3: of long form podcasts. No, we're not. I've no. never listened to you thinking. I wish you would stop talking. Oh. Just so you know, I've That's always weird because we do. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I've always listened going, "Oh, no, this is getting good." Uh, all right. Thank you, Carrie. Long time. Li- hey, I don't BS. I'm not going to say something I don't believe.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, so <clears throat> we might have we might have covered this. I posted a little something in there. We were adjacent to it. For fodder. We were. It was a it this got sent to me via Instagram. I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. I probably delete it every 3 days. <laughs> As an app on my phone. Are you uh, still on the
3: grayscale on your phone?
2: No, I'm not. Okay. No. my uh, It's not important. All I have problems with my on. phone. I apologize. Uh, Luke Lefevre. I don't know how to say his last name. Said this. Many are creating a Jesus that looks like the next generation rather than raising up a generation that looks like Jesus. What do you guys think about that statement?
1: Do you want... if Now... I would invite you after I interrupt you right now to reread that. His post is like so do the four, whole thing, f- five slides or whatever. It's
2: really good. Do we go through the whole thing? Should we go yeah. slide by slide? What? I, I or, like Or just it.
1: like read the whole thing and let's right. do a big picture and okay. see what happens. All right, all right. I'll do the whole thing.
0: This was going to be a fifteen-minute segment of ours. So go ahead and read all, right. all, all four. Luke LeFevre <laughs> from Instagram. He's a hockey player.
2: Lefebvre. Link in the uh, link in the show notes. Okay, here's here's what he says, and uh, I I am. Extra interested in your response here, Carrie.
0: Not just interested.
2: Extra interested. So,
1: Jeff, you and I, let's just, you want to go downstairs real quick? Zach I, and I, Jeff. I get a
2: pee anyway. Uh, there's a, there should be some cookies downstairs. Can you get them? I keep hearing leaders ask the question, what is the next generation looking for in the church? Are they looking for more authentic preaching, more diverse communities, more dynamic worship, more relevant messages? But I believe we've been asking the entirely wrong question. Rather than asking what is the next generation looking for in the church, we should be asking, what is Jesus looking for in the next generation? Rather than asking what type of church is the next generation looking for, we should be asking what type of generation is Jesus looking for? Then, a calling, then calling a generation into that. We calling into. Very Christian ease? Many are creating a Jesus that looks like the next generation rather than raising up a generation that looks like Jesus. But the reality is that focus groups and stats are easier to do than prayer meetings and fasts. And that rhymes, and that's how you know it's true. <laughs> Waiting on God until he speaks out about what he wants from us is usually much harder than putting a strategy on a whiteboard and building a business plan. I've been guilty of neglecting this many times. And here he gives a quote from E.M. Bounds, from and this is in 1910. The church is looking for better methods. God is looking for better men in parentheses, and women. And then another one from E.M. Bounds, again, from 1910.
1: I thought it was, was it wasn't Eric Shun?
2: Uh, Eric Shun. This isn't
1: a quote from Mr. Shun?
2: Bros Bibles, and Beer is authentic and intimate. Uh, what the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not. Okay, sorry. What the church needs today is not more machinery or better. I think he had a typo, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use, men of prayer, men, men mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through men. He does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men, men of prayer,
3: not women, just men. Apparently. Well, whoa, man. It's a quote from, whoa,
1: 19, okay. it's a quote from 1910. Let's so not in this context, I would, let's not it. get distracted. Back yeah. when the
0: world was still biblical. Let's
1: not get distracted. <laughs> uh, Back when America was great. Am I right, Jeff? <laughs> It'll be great again.
2: <laughs> so, uh, is it worth, is it worth trying to TLDR this and then try to deconstruct it together?
3: I don't know what TLDR means. Oh,
2: you cannot lead Gen Z. No, you can't. Uh, TL TL semicolon DR. Okay. If you see that anywhere, it stands for too long. Didn't read.
3: Ooh, good to know.
2: And and if you say TLDR, then you're giving the summary shortly
3: after that. Okay. Of
2: whatever the whole thing is.
3: Okay. Good. Good to know. Now you know. Now I know. I'm older it's than the you. Bullet I know points. It's I'm sorry. Like
2: quick, like here. Here's what this is about. If you
1: don't feel like reading it,
3: I just said that.
1: Yeah, but I said it differently.
2: <laughs> you just took the same words and you this tequila, rearranged them. This
3: tequila is good. You're welcome. <laughs> now the now the conversation gets good. Okay, i
2: I view this as two major things that that he's proposing.
3: Your original,
1: the original one you were going to read is like a decent. Like
2: yeah, you're saying yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Are we are we trying to uh, change church? To entice people <laughs> to be attracted to the church, rather than trying to change people to be uh, the ones who are attracted to the church, and then I think the second part of that is lost because of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, the second part of it is is just it's just missing that that um we we put our efforts into strategy rather than into asking the Holy spirit and being willing to let the Holy spirit move in us and in people to to make the changes. Rather we will create plans.
3: Who wrote this uh, Instagram post? You said he's a hockey player. Luke,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> his no. hockey name though,
2: <laughs> Luke Lefebvre,
1: it would be I still on the floor, but it's not, okay. you're not wrong though, like his name would be spelled L-U-C, yeah.
2: Luke uh, Lefebvre, Lefebvre. Uh, Lefebvre, Lefebvre, it's like yeah. Farve.
1: Brett, Brett Favre,
3: I'll send it to you,
2: <laughs> That's Brett okay. Brett Favre wrote this post, <laughs> yeah, in case you were wondering, Um. So. I just
3: feel like it's got, it's it's cynical in nature, so I, I speaker,
0: author, leader, Ooh.
3: Speaker mm, off that's there. what he I put as his profile.
0: Yes. Okay. I, when I read this and I went through it, I'm like, "There's someone just looking for yeah. some like, oh yeah, man, Yeah, congratulations." But it. Going I disagree to, with both of you. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: going to uh um, God. The idea of um, what does the church need? What is what does Jesus want? And I'm going to use a really odd example. My son, his girlfriend, Andy's daughter, and I think a a couple of the friends went to some gathering or concert or some get together or whatever. And my son's like, everybody was Mormon. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I I dated a a Mormon girl in high school for a couple of years. and Did she ever show you her shoulder? I've been... (laughs) I've been to their uh, for the listeners.
3: Zach just pulled his shirt down to show (laughs) Jeff's shoulder
2: scandalous shoulder. I'll
3: allow you to see the bottom of my ankle. I
0: went to I went to the church once. I went to uh, a dance or two with her once, and so I'm I'm so that's my experience. And he's telling me, um, and I kind of stole his brain. I said, "They're good people, aren't they?" He said, "Yes, they're so nice." Yeah, and I go, "Yes." they are they're great people and they they live to serve yeah i'm like that's it and so when i think of like what does the church need i i i realize that mormons you know they've added they've added joseph smith's style to the bible um however the church needs people who want to serve people and and love christ and i mean the idea of like we got to find a way to attract you know, people into the church, you do that just by living a really good life and serving people. And they're like, dude, why are you so stinking great? And it's like, hey, you want to come? You know, I go to this church like that's honestly, I that's how it happens. Mm.
2: This segment has been brought to you by Latter day Saints <laughs>
3: <laughs> With googly eyes. Okay, but you guys get yeah. You get the I do get the gest. point.
2: You believe that uh Mormons are going to heaven too? You're super
3: into Moroni. You're if like only in golden better
2: tablets. If they had better worship musicians leading hey, in worship, who is the, I, got, I have wondered who the Chris Tomlin of the, of Mormonism is. <laughs> He's probably
0: got some weird name to make up names. I bet it is Chris Tomlin. It's like it's like Kajuni. <laughs> I think South Park has it right. If you're South Park people, <laughs> the Mormons got it right. They were the ones. Anyway, I, I, there's there's something in the way you just live your life, and that's the attraction. That's okay.
3: good. You know, I listened to your, I don't know who, what, I, I, have never met the man. I don't know if he's a pastor. I don't know what he's doing, but I, I think, um, it sounds a little cynical. Uh, probably one of my biggest pet peeves is when preachers are like, I want to read John 3 16, and I read it to you and for God's love, the Lord, he gave his holy begotten son. And, and I've heard that preached a hundred times, but i never heard this preached before. And I think that people like to, to take something and contrast it and go, What's been said before has been good, but what I'm about to say is even Mm -hmm. better. And I, that always kind of rubs me the wrong way. And so I hear that nuanced in what he said, whether or not that's what he meant. I don't know. Um, but I, I do think there's a little bit of both. And, um, I do think that the, we, we have to be able to maintain the standard of what the word of God says and preach the gospel not Zach's gospel but the real gospel <laughs> and <laughs> I just think God forgives is that so wrong?
0: Yeah. And uh, you let him have a carry you judge him right now.
3: I'm, I'm working on it and uh, and then we but we also do have who to be Who is God's children? Who is God's children? We do we do have to also be able to do so in a way that is all things to all people like Paul when he was at arophagus. I mean, I think there's no doubt about that. I do believe that pre-covid that there was a wave of attractional church, call it seeker sensitive, call it whatever you want, yeah. that diluted things. And then we saw the bottom fell out from under us. We saw it in 2020 when a third of practicing Christians stopped going to church because I just fundamentally, obviously this is a general statement, but I believe that they just didn't have a faith based upon the the fullness of who Jesus is and, and his hope and heart for us. Ooh, I have a different theory. Keep cool. going. Obviously, I, I'm probably you know my humble yet accurate opinion could be wrong. But, <laughs> but uh, two things can be true. Yeah, no, totally. Obviously, <laughs> that's that can't be the fullness of it. But I just think I do I do believe that we we miss something for 40 years yeah. for sure. But I think it would be foolish to think that we shouldn't also try to present the gospel in a way that the current culture can understand. And so then that's a slippery slope. Yeah. So again, I, that's that's a, a loose
1: and your mileage will your mileage will vary like what yeah. that means in any specific cultural context or community to community. That's the trickiness of it. Like these, that's these ex- tweets, relativism, these tweets and these, uh, Instagrams, these, or the tic um, Jeff, it, it can look like it, it just Facebook. It's easier. It, it does. It gets better. <laughs> Facebook. Thank you. It gets more clicks if it's presented totally. in, this in or out, or this is the way, this is not the way. Yeah. And so there's, Again, that with the nuance thing, and uh, but I want to hear Andy's I
2: think, theory. I think what was more exposed was the lack of uh, genuine community connections and relationships within churches. Mm-hmm. And without those, what we found was things uh, quickly faltered. Hmm. And, and I, I also think that we found that that was the key ingredient to churches being able to thrive and grow as communities. Well, pre and post, like it just, it just brought it to the surface. Totally. And, and, and so without that, because as an overseer in my role at our church, we saw our, uh, I would get stats on, on YouTube views. Wow, look how great it's growing. And my caution every single week was like, no, well, we didn't meet every week, but every time we'd met, um, I was like, don't count these as people like fully engaged yeah. people. This is a this is a relationship that costs a house of cards. It costs nothing, therefore to walk away, lose they lose it costs nothing. nothing, yeah. It costs nothing as well. Yep. And so uh I, I've my personal like anecdotal uh, experience has been, uh, if those relationships are not deep and foundational and connected, uh, interpersonally and spiritually, then they will f- they will fizzle and fade and and I think we saw a lot of that hmm. happen through a lot of churches. It's not the only reason. There's no, lots of,
3: you're you're not wrong. There's lots of different reasons. No, but, you're not wrong at all. Uh, I I would agree with that. I would just say that too. In addition, also too. Yes and Um, yes and, I just it was a great magnifier and it just brought everything to the surface, good, bad, and indifferent. And I the posts like that frustrate me because it's like it's it's a polar it's polarizing in and of itself. Like you know, align with me or align with them kind of thing. And I think. I hear what you're saying. Uh, he might have great motives. I'm not talking him. What, what, I,
2: he, what I hear from that is, is, what, is the, what is the motivation of your church? Are you intending to yeah. uh, be agreeable at, at the expense of truth?
3: Exactly.
2: And I don't think you're someone who's in, interested in being agreeable at the expense of truth. <laughs> Ever. Right. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you intending to like, or are, you, or are you intending to call people into more? And I think you're also someone who's intended to call people into more, but maybe I'm reading it uniquely.
1: What is truth? <laughs> what is God's
2: children? What is Let's God's go children? pilot. That's good.
1: Uh, it is Christmas
3: time. <laughs> it is. And that's Jesus. Unless you don't believe in Jesus, Jeff. Well, the question is, did he atone? Well, let's talk about the atonement, Zach. Let's start there. Let's
4: do that. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
1: Let's do it. All right, guys. We're this is going to be a 4-hour episode. Um I don't have to work tomorrow. I do. Oh, that's right. You do.
3: You're your own boss. What are you talking about? Dude,
1: I am my own boss, grinding myself to a nut. gross.
3: That's exceptionally gross. Yeah,
1: grinding. that is gross. I've <laughs> actually been doing yoga, guys, and oh. so yeah, grinding on yourself does get easier. Mm. It ha- it
0: has been it <laughs> encouraging. I don't call that yoga. To have been to church. Um so we went along, I mean, our kids, um, or my, especially my boy, he's in sports and we're, we've been at, feel like we've been on the baseball field like every Sunday and we miss church and um, we probably hadn't gone for like th- three months, two or three months, maybe one we went or I went or something like that. But, um, you know, we've been going for the last three weeks and it's really encouraging that There's, I mean, I think back many, many months ago, I'm like, we showed up and there's like 10 people in this gigantic church that we have. And it's like, this was meant for 500 people. I'm like, my goodness, we're a shell. Mm -hmm. Like the pandemic has crucified the church. We'll edit
2: that out. Don't worry, Mountain View considerers. There's lots of people there and it's growing and thriving.
0: And and, and great being there the last three weeks, I'm like, my goodness, this is encouraging. There, mm. the, it is, it feels very full, and not even relatively speaking from you know four or five months ago. But I'm like, people are coming back, and that is, yeah, you know, it feels good because I got to be around people. Yeah, I need to be hugging people, the energy, and talking, and having conversations. And I'm like, it, you know, I'm like, I feel like things have turned and in a good way. So I'm, I was so worried. I was so worried that our, really our church was just going to fold during the pandemic. And with our pastor leaving, our worship leader leaving and, and people probably, you know, a chunk of people there kind of, Looking at the worship leader and the pastor as idols a little bit and and as opposed they were hot <laughs> as opposed to like I have a faith in Christ, I'm here for community and Jesus, and you know i I just love being here and and you know worshiping with people and talking about just the good life that we have and and passing it on to our families our kids and and uh And it it just felt like that was dying. And I was, I mean, I'm, I mean, six months ago, I'm like, our church isn't going to survive. Sure. Like we're, we're done. And do you think that's a reflection of what was going on with you? That's when Jeff stopped coming. Uh, well, when you show up and there's hardly anybody there, like, what's going on. This place isn't cool anymore. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't, I
2: can't think of... I'm going to make this worse. Let's not go next (laughs) week. Let's let's, let's get
3: eight people instead of 10 people. I was going to invite somebody, but you know what? No wonder your pastor moved to Tennessee. No wonder. (laughs) I think you're
2: right. I think, and, and I think that it does come back to, they lacked deep connection with a community that they felt was... To walk away
0: from it felt like someone threw a nuclear bomb in every church and was like, "Good luck." Well,
3: from- yeah, I think it is connection, but I do think it's also just like walking out faith. I have a funny. Can I tell you a funny story and then ask a funny a question? You said walking out faith. Yeah, I know y'all don't like that term. I've heard you say that before. Well, no. it's just
1: Christianese no. triggers me a little bit, you know? Well, just get over it. <laughs> wait
0: a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Carrie, are you wearing sweatpants? I'm wearing, yes, I He's am. He's wearing all sweats. <laughs> yes. No, those aren't. Yes. <laughs> Dude,
1: okay. Those are those joggers. Technically, they're yes. sweatpants, but Yoggers. they're- Come on. Is that okay? Those aren't- Carrie's. my kind of guy. Yours are. Jeff wears- these the are kind of sweatpants. These are Vans joggers. Jeff wears the sweatpants. <laughs> like and we're it. wearing
3: some dope Nikes. I should just those throw are nice. Out. They, oh, are. Out, uh, no, was, those
1: they are. They nice. are. Being a pastor is good. Okay. <laughs> <They> <laughs> a good. okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Preachers <laughs> and sneakers. Funny story. Funny <laughs> story.
4: Preachers <laughs> <Funny laughs> <story. laughs> <Funny laughs> and sneakers.
3: Take a picture and post it. <laughs> That's an Instagram. Funny story for those that are listening. At my church, we were we are a portable church, so we don't have a building. So we met in a local high school, and when the pandemic hit. We could not meet there, so we were online for an eternity, and then our church met in multiple locations. And one of those locations was at Andy, Zach's, and Jeff's church on Saturday nights. And every really? Sunday, yeah, every Saturday Okay, night, you didn't it's, even know our students meet at your church right now every Tuesday. I'm just playing dumb. Yeah. Oh, you you didn't you knew that you didn't yeah. know that I, it doesn't matter. He know right. that
2: because I told him right before
0: he came over. No, no. I knew that before Andy told me, but. A lot Jeff, put of, it, your I don't actually care on. if you didn't <laughs> know or
3: not. No, but it's fine. Anyways, Can, so, continue. The funny part is this, is I would get up every Sun, every Saturday night as I begin to preach, Hey, listen, so glad you're with us. Uh, we, we are just so grateful for the church here that we're meeting at. If you don't like what you're a part of, just come back tomorrow morning. It's a brand new church. Check it out. You'll probably love it every <laughs> Saturday night and it would get a killer laugh. <laughs> yes. But here's my question. This Mike, here's this is an honest question. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Okay. Two, two. It's twofold. This is I'm gonna pull a Zach. Is that cool? Number one is how much of a prior priority is attending church on a weekly basis on Sundays for you? That's part A. Part B is how has that changed post pandemic.
2: You're asking Zach first? No, oh, all of you. Any of you. He's pulling on Zach
1: by asking good questions. I'm pulling a two-part oh. question. That's what I do, Andy. I ask good questions. A, I,
3: I feel like you should appreciate the fact that I know I feel, I'm a listener What was the here. Second, I feel qu- honored. second part of that question? If, so, if you
2: would have done it properly like Zach, we wouldn't have known what the question okay, was yeah, what you There's fair also enough. some truth
3: in that, too. <laughs> I'll throw in some nuance. So part one is how much of a priority is weekly attending church for you? And part two is how has that changed or has it changed post pandemic?
1: I got uh, so. Were you chambered? Okay, go Gosh, ahead. Cock loaded. Load. what it pound Happened. I like that. No, you pound us. Go he ahead. Needs, he needs more tequila.
0: Speaking of pounding, <laughs> I. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> I, Are uh, you serious, Jeff? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Give me just a, a tiny bit. Going to church weekly. Uh, it's hard to say it's a priority because youth sports just started is coming crushing. In my, my going to church. Um, but pre or a post pandemic, it's, um, I mean, things have changed a whole lot, but I think more in that if we didn't have things going on in life, then, you know, we'd be there every week. However, it's hurts my soul not to be at church every week. Mm. Um, I believe that I desire mm. community. Mm. I desire community with people that I can have a real Jesus conversation with mm. and ask people questions, deep questions that I don't even know that is what I desire the most. And I am not getting that. And I'm finding myself, I've shied away a little bit. And because I've been so disconnected coming back, I'm looking at strangers who I would usually just chase after. And I'm not, So it's impacted you. It's impacted me a a lot. It's uh, my heart hurts right now. Like there's a void in my soul, um, that has occurred over the last three years. Mm. Dang, that hurts. Yeah, I I'm I'm not visibly, but I'm emotional. That that hurts. How much
1: of that is like the the whole kids sports thing is. Relatively new. When I was a kid, sports on Sunday was not a it thing. Was Saturday now, only. Nowadays, yep. it it happens, and so I feel like the disconnect because I I experienced it when I, um,
0: people that have Wait, listened. Did you guys get glasses of new of of drinks again? And I didn't get any. Yeah, we got. I got you, bro. Give me your glass. You want or, more tequila? Where'd or you my want a glass beer? go? You want a beer or tequila? Sorry, because you, you hit it. Thank you. This Kerry. is
1: actually a good metaphor. You. Your glass was unseen, <laughs> and therefore your glass felt disconnected from the tequila, and the tequila pourer didn't know your glass was disconnected. <laughs> you
0: know, Kerry was right when he poured those first pours. I
1: think... He was spot on. I think... Thank you. It, it goes both ways. I I took a I, I didn't play worship for a long time, or I stepped back for for different reasons there was like not playing worship and so naturally i felt disconnected from the group mm. and then your your brain starts telling you like okay well they don't mm-hmm. they don't need you anymore um and it's not that like i i think i have a decent healthy self esteem it's not that like i feel like i'm necessary or i'm not necessary it's like yes you, you they can find any number of people to play the thing but if i want to be involved it takes me being involved a little bit, like doing some of that effort. It's not, if I'm looking at for, for the church to be like, Hey, come on, where have you been? Where have you been? It's like, I feel like that's a little bit like my ego needs that. And I've experienced that where it's like, I'm, I feel like I'm not needed or they don't want me. And they're not reaching out to me. And, mm. and, but most of that, at least half, probably more than half is me just being like, okay, maybe I'm burnout. I just, I just don't yeah. want this. But then you start to take it personally if you're not healthy or you don't have like an honest appreciation of it. So that can be like, if you just a natural consequence of doing sports and not being at church, right. you can feel disconnected in a way that can feel like, oh, the, the church isn't which is really very well earlier.
0: It's real. It'd be like if I, if my wife and I didn't go on a date. For a yeah. long time. Oh, it's great. I mean, that's a great example. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it's, it's, a- it's
1: awesome, dude. That <laughs> would be
0: awesome, Jeff. No, you cool. would feel completely disconnected. disconnected. Yeah.
1: And it just takes a couple of dates, a couple of dates where, where there's like a good eye contact and then you make sweet, sweet love. It's like, oh, that Boom, turned. we're okay. back. And, oh, okay. There we go. And, and, and then like, we're
2: not invited back to the Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Gross.
1: And you made lesson sweet, learned. sweet love
3: at Domino's. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't learned, know where you know? this is coming from. You need to get that orange cleanser from the auto shop oh to clean God. off all the grease. You I, know? Ha- I have oh that my in
3: my God. shed. Wait, what? <laughs> What's happening So here? back to the question. <laughs> how much of a priority was it prior to COVID to be there weekly? And how has the pandemic impacted that for you?
1: Uh, for multiple reasons. Prior to COVID, I was not super involved playing worship um and part of that was of my own, my own accord but we we were
2: still involved with church we also got a ton of people before pre covid yeah. we had a big mm-hmm. roster when covid mm-hmm. hit so you could check out having done so much time over the years dude i've done the time but but, ch-
1: but time. when covid came <laughs> it was refreshing at first because it, like being sure. at home. COVID like, was so refreshing. I didn't have kids in.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but if you wear your mask properly, Jeff, <laughs> I, had, I had a t-shirt that had a person with a mask that said, hello, slave. All right, go
3: ahead. As long as you're a double booster, you're fine.
1: Yeah. Um, Staying home, waking up the lazily and you. making breakfast for my kids. Like Jeff, I didn't have like sports on Sundays at the time now no, Gwen no, is in right. soccer tournaments and everything so no, that's it's a different point. story but but it was great like being lazy it was kind of refreshing being at home um but kind of like what Andy was saying and 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 Carrie and Jeff it's like is that a long-term substitute for the community no like currently i feel zero guilt if we're like hey i want to stay home today i don't feel any compulsion to go to church every mm-hmm. sunday for the sake of going to church to check that box, which is different than growing up. Like you go to church on Sunday. Um, but if my community needs, if I'm not being the church in some form or aspect, like besides that, like the building and stuff is overrated. Um, but it's like the community is the important thing that being right. the church is, is what's it. And oftentimes that exists in the building. So it's like this weird, like I'm not saying like don't go to church or you shouldn't feel the need to go to church, but having community people that can hold you accountable can challenge you and also can be there for you. Like we've experienced both of those things in, in the most extremes over our our lives. And so that's the most important thing. So I I think I've learned to not feel guilty about church, about not going to church. If I don't go like if Sunday morning, we don't have it. We're not, we're not going to make it there. I'm not playing. It's not happening. That's okay. I don't feel guilty because I'm still connected. Because I will, I will go back the next week. And I don't know if that makes any sense. But it, so it's, it's, what it's I'm like hearing less, you say is
3: that ap- post pandemic, it you 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 feel less pressure internally to be there weekly.
1: I think the break taking the break of actually going was a good reset mm. to to not feel like I need to be there every week. Okay. Um, but the caveat is, it's like coming back and being more involved and playing more often. It's like people need community and whether that's in a church building on Sunday morning or you're meeting weekly with a, a tight grip, tight grip, <laughs> got good tequila. Hello, Joe Biden. is great. <laughs> Come on, man. Andy yeah. has his eyes closed. What does that mean? I think I just put what? him to sleep with my I'm I'm you were doing your Matt
0: Chandler hands
1: and arms. Chandler hands. <laughs> hey, go to church or don't go to church. But the, the important
0: thing is like Hey our, man, go to church. Don't go to church, <laughs> man. Come on. Ukraine, go. Just bring me a smell That's a long, that's that's a not, a long s- ass answer. I
3: smell smell somebody's baby. What about you, Andy? <laughs> you know the church. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it.
2: Uh The the thing that kept coming to mind while you're describing this was was um, I just remembered years and years ago. By the
1: way, Carrie just Carrie is moving the conversation. So I think Carrie, you're just you know you're on the podcast now. (laughs) I already said it. Scott's (laughs) gone. Scott's gone. Carrie's like already hosting. I know. Shut up, Zach. Andy, you. (laughs)
3: he's got for the listener andy has got his hands over his eyes. He's rubbing his face and trying to yeah.
0: recalibrate. Thanking himself. He's not working. And he's usually
3: composed pretty well. Yeah. And he's just trying to figure it out right
1: now. I feel okay. like it's like, shut the fuck
3: up, Zach. I'm the- going to answer.
0: <laughs> and now the corporate bro. We'll talk. Sorry. I'm
2: sorry. Listener. Uh, I remember, uh, a, a pastor years ago, church we were going to, he, uh, the Saturday before that Sunday had gone to a U2 concert. And, and it was so funny. His reaction felt so pure. And he said, you guys, it felt like I was at church. And, and I laughed a little bit because I was like, well, yeah, because that's what it should feel like. Like, it should feel like that. Yeah, and
3: they're the greatest worship team of all time. Yeah, they've so. invented
2: all of modern worship. Yes.
3: Well, the streets have no name is in every Hillsong United album. Go ahead, sorry.
2: Slash every, yeah. yeah. They, uh, Dotted eights for days. Billions of delay pedals have been <laughs> sold because of that gentleman. But uh, but the, the the reason I think it feels like church is because there is a, a, there's an importance of being... Connected in spirit with a larger group of people mm-hmm. with a focused intent. And that's special. For me, that's what's special about Sunday morning. Can we I, just
1: edit out what I was saying? And just <laughs> I'm on Andy's bandwagon. I'm jumping on your back, man. Carry okay. us home.
2: I can have faith in Jesus without going to church. But it is not as full as when I am able to share that with other people mm-hmm. in a larger... Corporate context. I'm pointing at Jeff. Corporate, but not that kind of corporate Jeff. I mean, like just something co- corporate. Collective, <clears throat> nice. Collective worship. So that that part's important to me. And and that w- when it's working right, naturally bleeds into community, mm. which should naturally bleed into the rest of my life. Your life throughout right? the rest of the week.
3: Ooh, sounds like a bloody Sunday.
2: Hopefully. Sunday,
3: bloody Sunday. But that's
2: uh so. I, don't, nice. I actually have, don't know if it changed if honestly, if, if the way that I go to, if you're looking like at attendance in my decision in the morning, is it worth it me going? I don't think it changed that much. I think the more interesting thing is as an overseer, there are, that's in, what I was going to There are internal pressures that I feel of, uh, there are times when I would like to not go that I do go. Right. And there's sometimes where I get, I'm like, I don't care. I just don't care. I'm exhausted um and i'm not I'm not going today but um but I do feel that, and like it is important, and there is a perception to help, yeah like support the church. Hey, we see the overseers here that's that's a um it it matters yeah. whether you like it or not, it mm-hmm. just does so it does. it's it's a factor it is not the factor for me for sure and yeah.
1: i I promise you jeff Jeff, your muscle that you're rediscovering now.
2: Why
3: are we talking about Jeff's
2: muscle? You're saying well, like he, I was he pulled done his, his sweatpants are down. It's one not the thing. size of shit. Uh,
1: I was trying to make it seamless, it's Andy. I'm sorry. I'm sure. I thought no. you were landing your thing.
2: No, wasn't. There was one other thing, too. Okay. Which, uh, which um, I have shifted in what my intention is for church uh, a lot of times, too. So mm. I will often go there with the intention of finding people and, like, specifically calling out and recognizing things that they're doing and encouraging them mm. and saying, dude, I saw you doing that. That was great. Keep doing that. Hey, you know what? Even even the, the kid that's serving coffee, like, dude, thanks for being here, man. How early did you get here? Oh, that's awesome. I know, you were here last week too. That's great. Because mm. um, I don't know if anyone's doing that. And so... At the They're very, not. At the very least, I can be someone who's doing that. Yeah. And especially when it comes to worship team, like I'm extra zoomed in. If I see someone sure. new and it's someone who I would like to be there again... <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're recognizing your role in that. Then
2: I will go like, oh, they're they're helpful. Mm-hmm. They're helpful for this church. Let me encourage them, and I hope that they that this feels like a good place for them too.
1: But if they show up and you're like, oh, you just exclusively use boss pedals.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
1: Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't <laughs> encourage Gear everybody. talk,
2: bro. <laughs> yeah. You could turn it into a separate <laughs> podcast, which is just about worship gear. It's called WorshipGear.com.
1: Um, Jeff, what I was gonna say to you is your muscle that <laughs> that you play with that you have exercised ex- extensively.
3: So for the listener, so there's no muscle playing right hat right now happening. No, right, not so what you right know,
1: now. Not right now. Not yet. It's not happening here. No, but I remember Jeff's
3: left forearm is exceptionally strong. Though I will say that.
1: Yeah, and he's he's a righty, which is weird. I Switch hitter. It, it's the stranger, it's like someone else. We'll edit that out. <laughs>
0: Shut up, Zach. <laughs>
1: Continue, <laughs> Jeff. You are really good at at seeing people and going and getting them and talking to them. And you mentioned it before, and like you, you just haven't felt that need, especially recently. But that is a thing. People come to church. I do see people that come to church that they're alone, and you can tell there's a little bit of like, I. Maybe their life is a mess, and they don't know what to do, and so they're like i'm just. this is a church that's right here. I'm just going to go here. Maybe they don't believe in the way that we believe or or whatever it is, but they they're like, "There's something here, I need something in my life, and that's where the Jeffs come in mm. to see that person and spot them and I was, I've seen you do it, so if you're
3: not there, it's missing
1: if if you're not there you you might be missing on connecting with that. And and vice versa. If you if it's like if you need something, if you need a community, you don't have community. It's like maybe you, maybe Christianity is weird. Like Jesus rose from the dead. That's crazy, right? By the way, yes, it is. Which you know, miracles are crazy. So, I think a lot so, of Christians. Like, um, like,
0: I had I had a few um, friends show up to my fiftieth birthday party that weren't kind of didn't invited. really know my inner circle. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wait oh. honey you invited them hey Donovan uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> no Donovan. Could,
0: but <laughs> there were some, there was some people that came up to me um, during my surprise 50th birthday party that my wife threw uh, god bless her but they came up to me and they're like, her body, her choice, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Please just gonna, save that as a drop. Just gonna Please laugh. save that as a Tanya's drop. Tony's just going to laugh, man. <laughs> uh, but people came up to me and they're like, George, these, <laughs> these are all your friends? Like, all these people are your friends? I'm like, yeah. Mm. But there was like some, it actually saddened me a little bit. When I reflected on it later, I'm like, uh, oh, man, those same people have told me, oh, yeah, church is a great a great place to build community. Yeah, yeah. And just kind of dismissed it, mm. dismissed church, dismissed Christ, and, and, and they were very um, – well, they're both Berkeley lawyers, mm. so it's like – It's unfortunate. <laughs> I – I was well. The unfortunate part was the great part was that they were invited. That my wife, yeah, like invited these people in our neighborhood that we've connected with and have invited us to some of their things that they've had at their house, and they were invited. And I, and I saw the impact of your life. Yes, it's and beautiful. I'm like, I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh god, my god, how do I, how do I capture right these people? That they are as far away from my beliefs. I Dude, mean, really far away. They would have been one of Jesus' disciples. And I'm like, these are my people. Yeah. Like, how? And I continue every time I see them across the street. I'm like, oh, my gosh. How do I, like, pull, Randomly. like, a gravitational pull yeah. and... Because they're just like, oh, yeah, church, that's a great place to make community. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. That's a place to, like, live a life mm-hmm. that's, like,
1: worth living. Well, don't, don't, I would just say, don't do the no, 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 It's a start. Whatever their start is, they're going to need, they need an
0: on-ramp to community. They may not oh, have the vocabulary. No, completely. No, no, no. Don't no 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 no. No 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 don't don't take that the wrong way. Don't quote me, bro. I'm com- <laughs> I'm completely like all in on okay, open book. I want to create like I, I actually the pathway has already been created. The Yep. Like let's you've been invited into a world that you've been like, man, these people are cool people. These are good people like this guy, you know, our neighbors have friends that are good people and it was the cover band that did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're musically inclined. Um, and really,
1: they actually, we, no, if we're we,
0: we invited them to your uh, gathering. Andy, oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, I connect I'm, the dots. I'm like, this is, yeah. this is going to happen. So, my my goal is to get somehow they walk into our church. Right. I don't even care if they like accept Christ in the moment. As or long we, as
1: they give their Berkeley lawyer salaries <laughs> 10% oh to that's the church. That's the most important part.
0: And I
4: like
3: where your head's out. Don't listen to deconstructionist <laughs> Zach over I, here.
0: That's but, the right thing. Like. I know they can smell something different than what they've been living. And I'm like, I know they know something is there that is some, they're like, this is odd. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, odd, but beautiful. Yes.
3: And and you have to connect them to the bride
0: of Christ. That's what I'm excited about. And that's what I'm always excited about. But just if, if they, if they somehow get into our community, I would be, beyond stoked um it would be i love it it would be like that for this year like if i had a 2023 thing it'd be like my neighbors coming to our church even if it's just one Huge. time it would Game be changer. awesome and they get if they
1: wanted to they can show shoulder Wait, w- what
3: the hell well, did you what say? Word was Listener, that? I want you to know that as Jeff is telling the story, Zach is looking intently but almost falling asleep on his mic, while Andy is rubbing nope. an eye, nope, and just going, "When in the hell is this podcast going?" Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> hey, they go. They go to a Mormon church for community. Oh. They can't show shoulder.
3: Oh, show shoulder. Show, show, show shoulder. Show shoulder. shush knee.
1: And Now we are uh, shishir ra- ra- racist adjacent. Um.
0: I so
3: regret. I feel
1: uh, what are you consuming coming along. Thanks,
3: God. I feel like someone's yeah. trying to wrap this podcast. We're landing up. this
0: plane. We can, right can. We
2: can or or not. Either <laughs> way, you,
3: Andy, have you ever done a uh, what's his name uh, shoot? Uh, nope, no dudes. A per impersonation. He's he, never done a dude. Uh, uh Christopher Walken impersonation. No, oh. but Zach can oh. do good. Just like almost did it accidentally.
2: I know, but Zach has a good Christopher Walken. Do you I don't it? know if I do. Do the watch thing.
0: Yeah, get the watch stuck up your ass for a couple years. Oh, my God. This Andy, pressure. you
3: were like 97% no, there.
0: Do it, if I think Andy. about it, it doesn't work. I get no. it. I get it.
1: No, you, I, no I, I You're can't.
3: on Oh, my God. No, 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 no. the He had a watch. It was like Gerber <laughs> from the Christian 90s. No. No, I'm
2: doing-,
1: I'm doing um, What in the you're world? Doing Will Ferrell
2: oh. as- uh,
3: <laughs> What? Stop saying that. Whatever My ass.
2: Harry Carey. It's Will
1: yeah. doing Harry Carey.
3: That's the worst ever impersonation of an impersonation I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> hey, but
1: I am yes-anding your <laughs> suggestion. Dude, I, I'm yes. just telling
3: you, you just- uh, That's you- a simple question. If you if sure. <laughs> the moon were made of cheese, would you eat it? <laughs> that was semi hairy. No, he stuck my watch. That was close, but I think you could perfect a watch. Uh, Christopher Walken impersonation. I'm telling you right now.
2: I need you to do it. I agree with you. I need to listen. Yeah, but all right. it's and one. We're gonna practice. I say episode
3: two hundred and eight. You guys make him like, do the whole a, time. Just at least for fifteen Christopher seconds, Christopher Walken. Yeah, that was good. That was that was pretty in damn my, close. In my
2: head, it's not as good as it. No, it's better big. than you think, I think man. It's a tequila talking. It was a
0: three out of ten.
3: Oh, Jeff. Now listen. Yeah. He went from a lot of grace to zero grace for Andy. No yeah.
0: grace, you know, oh. Andy. Oh,
3: Hello? Wow. wow. Okay, Trump. Let's go. was pretty Jeff, good. And the, I can't do it, Trump. For at, the listener, he all. had the facial expression and the hand motion. It was very good. Yeah, you a, know, you got to pull the string. A string. Like,
0: you got to pull the string. You know, I'm going to go with Melania. We're going to pull strings tonight.
3: It's pretty good, Jeff. I'm impressed, man. When the did, listen, you, if
0: the listener saw you, they would even yeah, even more the convinced. Lips. They would have puke. <laughs> be even more. I got convinced. a question,
1: actually, a serious question. Yeah, when's 2024.
0: Lot, I'm running 20. When's <laughs> the
1: last time that you guys think, three days ago, Donald Trump gave Melania an orgasm? Oh
4: Jesus. Oh. That won't make it in the podcast, but, uh, I'm assuming. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> the secret is there is no editing. <laughs> I would assume,
3: <laughs> uh, oh based on what I know about most high capacity we'll leaders, they probably don't even live in the same quarters.
1: Yeah, probably not.
3: Do you guys, uh, are y'all familiar with... She probably has a pool boy. Are you familiar with a a television, a Christian television program that starts with... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say the names, but... Okay, thank you. Wait. wait, No, that's not what I'm talking about at all. I can't now because Jeff revealed that I can't tell the whole story.
1: Jeff, why can't you just...
3: Shut up! No, I can't. Him. I can't. You got to edit this from the podcast for sure. Oh, no, we, what if you tell the story
2: and we have the uh, name? Can you protect? It's, can you protect? If it? we actually edit out the name, all if you board. swear
3: upon all of your life, yes. no, no, no don't edit up. the
2: name. Just, just uh I
3: will talk. So, I can do that I can start from scratch. But change. you got to edit that part out. What?
2: Oh, did was the name said? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I didn't hear it. Wait, I said something. You said the name. I wouldn't have even known. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go back and look. I'll can you it. really? Yeah, I can fix it. Because you can't. You I can't. Prom- I promise.
0: I'll fix it'll, it. It'll hurt me. I'll fix it.
3: Okay. So um, just for the sake of... Fuck you, Jeff.
0: <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. It's okay. You're good. You're good. Good job,
3: Jeff. So there's uh, might be a prominent televangelist couple from not too long ago and uh, ran a major organization and they have been divorced for 20 years prior to their death, but nobody knew Oh. They owned multiple properties and he had a house and she had a house on their properties, but they were divorced for 25 plus years. And Whoa. nobody knew. And ran the entire organization. And wow. nobody outside of a very small circle of people knew. True story.
2: Wow. 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 Keeping that in.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. True story.
2: Yeah, that looks right.
3: True story. So uh, that kind of shit, if that happens there, I feel like Trump and Melania have not seen each other yeah. outside no. of the camera. But knowing that,
0: like I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm
2: not sitting here shocked.
3: No.
4: Remember pre Andy
0: when we had when we had the uh, our bodybuilder uh on and he was Jeremiah. A, yeah, thought Jeremiah I was a, and he was, I a, I was a bodybuilder. Uh, and he was a uh bo- he was a bullfrog, a, but bo- no bodyguard no. or something for a big wig. And he had some stories. Holy crap, did he have some stories? Was it recording- a Christian
3: bigwig or like a non Chris, Christian? He was bigwig. going to
1: our church at the time and he had, <clears throat> he would have to walk sideways to go through the door. Definitely copious amounts a large of experience. Like there's just no way. We asked, he was competing. He was trying to get into bodybuilding competing wise. Former Marine Force recon. Like, Jeez. like a legit super soldier type that was just Big time. massive. Um, I was taller than him, so suck it, Jeremiah. But <laughs> yeah. let's go. He, did, oh. have to, he, he had to turn sideways to walk in the door. Um,
0: what was the question? <laughs> no, okay, no, but this was kind of on okay. He had stories. A Christian. <laughs> yeah, he had stories. The, yeah, the, he was a a bodyguard or a you know he was security team. protector yes, for on, a very for... large evangelical preacher. Yep. Yes, and um, and he's like. There was stuff that was happening. That he, was, he signed NDAs. He, he can't to, talk about there it. There was yeah. not on the up and he up. Broke those on the podcast. What, the podcast uh, never came out because
1: yeah, it wasn't a great
2: episode.
3: There's a a prominent televangelist who, um, probably the biggest in the nation right now in the world. And he has a, a disorder when he speaks. Is it Joe I'm not going to say his name. Joel <laughs> uh, he. After about 20 minutes on stage. I love his theology. Can't control crying. And so he, he actually physically cries and can't control it. And so they work with the camera angles and he can't control it. It's a true story. Uh Oh, it's like, I've actually met him. Like it's, it's an ism. It's a, it's not his condition. nothing you can do about it. So they, they work and he'll turn around on the stage and they'll try to, they'll, they've, they've committed like when he does his nights of stuff, they'll only do short segments of preaching. I'm
2: biting my lip right now. Um, oh I'll
3: tell you, Let me just say this. I'm not going to mention his name, but I've met him twice yep. in a small, intimate environment. I'm not name dropping because I've not said any names. That's okay. And the first time I met him, um, told him where we were at, where we were pastoring. He teared up. No, we had a great conversation. And uh, he touched me in my special no-no place. No, he's I'm kidding. On, Whoa. No, We, oh, no no, we uh on. We talked. Oh, shoulder action? About a year and a half later, Orange I was Calvary. at another event and was in the green room and talked to him again. And he said, Oh, you're in Laguna Niguel, you pastor and your churches.
1: He's got the it factor. Dude. And he,
3: I and he had no reason to talk to me. I'm not giving him any money. It was like, Just doesn't forget faces. I was and... like, dude, you connected. Like you cared. He remembered. He told, he said, Oh yeah. Well, last time we talked, the he politician. might, no,
2: he might not have cared. There are people though that have that ability and they will always remember. Great connections and it's but either i always tell you i'm yeah, just like saying I it told was impressive you
4: i you remember
0: you and your wife on the front of
2: a, From
4: a the
3: picture web page of a webpage, which yeah. you made up jeff it's not a big deal but it's okay Regardless. i think andy texted you tonight before we showed up but dude this is uh,
0: i was being honest
3: i love that jeff <laughs> i love it look at us we went to um, almost 2 hours guys okay. i'm just telling you don't be afraid of long form podcasts
1: i'm not i'm mostly we have softball, afraid of usually. not sleeping uh, there's oh there's that
3: too gosh you nine on the Enneagram. you're fine gosh.
0: Right, what just I what am I trying to make peace I forgot with- what am I? What am I? I just want to make peace with myself. I'm, I'm a seven. seven two. Two. That's not possible. Wait, what what's not what's not possible? Seven two? I hear music. Yeah, oh, we're we're laying in bed. What are we consuming? Uh I've been consuming the recruit on Netflix. It's a... Espionage, CIA. It's thing. not bad.
2: I know. Jeff came over tonight, and I was playing uh, Call of Duty. I haven't played <laughs> it in so long, but I'm getting ready to head into like Andy on vacation mode, just
0: blowing. Which heads is the off. only time
2: I get to play video games anymore. Is and it the
1: latest Call of Duty? No, it's uh,
3: older? two.
2: Whoa, modern, way war- modern warfare two. Yeah, old school. Let's go. Yeah, and that's when he's like, "Hey, this is like what I've been watching."
0: Well, I guess it. I consumed the World Cup this past week. Oh, yeah. What a great great conclusion. Holy
3: smokes. Hope you're a Messi fan. That was freaking awesome. Dude,
2: It actually didn't matter who you were as a fan. Dude, the
3: most epic conclusion to the World Cup ever. incredible. I'm a Messi fan. The whole game was great.
2: That was huge. The whole game was great. Our family woke up early. But continued Fantastic.
0: No, we were in Mammoth. We woke up, my boys, and uh, we, 7 a.m., we were watching the Cup. And what? First half goes by two's, 2 nil. Oh, yeah. We take off to the mountain. Oh, no. My, my, my 10-year-old's like, uh, Argentina won. I'm like, don't say that. My older boy gets on his phone. He's like, oh, my gosh, it's 2-2. Two, two. And it says 90 minutes plus three. I'm like, oh, man. Yep. And all we hear the rest of the day yeah. is, that was an epic, the best oh, yeah. World Cup ever. ever. And then we rewatched it that night. And it was, it was that
3: good. Yeah, it yeah. was.
0: And I love, I've been a Messi fan since he was like 18, 19. He's just been ruling the world on the field. Oh, he yeah. Does, and a good dude. Yeah, he's, when I think of like as past sports figures, I mean, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan. That's
3: Yeah, but it also silenced the whole Ronaldo versus Messi. I think this this solidified him as one of the greatest ever to play the game.
0: Oh, I think he's the best player that's ever until Mbappe's on the in his field. place. Mbappe. But, yeah. Mbappe is amazing there. But Mbappe is a goal scorer, Messi yeah. is just he's a Wayne Gretzky of assists. Is the number 1 in assists? Yeah. So, yeah. He, he's and he, the way he does it is insane. Soccer talk, soccer talk. Wow. It's amazing.
3: He's you know. All right, should I go for what I'm consuming then? Do, it, Do it. All right, two things. Yellowstone, I'm a huge fan, and I'm not caught up, but I am. I went back and rewatched the whole series, and so love it. But I'm consuming of right now Yellowstone. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I'm a, have you not watched it?
0: I, I watched a little bit, and I couldn't get past the Indians. Uh,
3: they're Native Americans, Jeff. That's Jeff's a racist.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, as the Native American and the Indian. Uh, I will
3: also we need some reparations I also no, am 116
1: 116th uh, 1/16? that's more than Elizabeth Warren
3: one, I'm 132nd <laughs> okay, wow, 132nd great great grandpa full blooded I'm, I'm 132nd okay I'm
0: 164th African American nice. nice no I I do appreciate the fact that um who's the main character Kevin Costner Kevin Costner he goes out of his way to Who? make sure that he um Dances the Wolves.
3: <laughs> and he, yeah, that's oh, a great. YG.
0: That's a great point. He goes out of his way to point out, like yeah. the the Native Americans, the Indians. Oh, sure, sure. The tribes are p- to be re- respected, and they're. I mean, they're not on our land, but they're. I get kind of on our land. The
3: land matters. It's right. a good show. But what I've been consuming is Liga Bravada number nines, my favorite cigar. Oh, of all time. It's not the highest end, but I don't care if smoke the high ends. Liga and Bravada. Liga Brav- Bravada, number nine, out of Drew Estate. Dude. And that, with it doesn't matter. You can do some whiskey, you can do a cold brew, coffee. You don't even. You can do a Lacroix, and it is magical.
0: I gotta tell you, that sounds like a third division Italian Serie A, uh, the soccer. Team. That is
3: close. It's very close. <laughs> Liga, what? Liga Pravada number okay. nine. That is my favorite all-time cigar. How did you
2: encounter that cigar?
3: You know about 7 years ago a friend introduced me to it and it is it's hard to get uh, but it is like my favorite. I, tonight before you when you were texting me I was smoking one and drinking a, some blantons which is hard to get in the West Coast. If you for those of yeah. listeners on the East Coast you're you're blessed and highly favored. <laughs> and man, it was a good night. It was a good Your night. Your friends
2: like a lot of people had to do a diet to get this to your lips right well, now. Well,
3: Brian's is a $60 bottle, but on the West Coast right now it's 250 bucks. Whoa. Because of the supply and demand. I yeah, was talking like,
2: about the Italian cigar, but. I
3: like the Italian. Yeah, you could have smoked it, You could have the smoke. So,
0: I'm glad you got introduced to that. 20 I, people died you know, for this. The for your lips. Ending, so. But my. I'm a sixth grade teacher and our counselor came in so she could introduce our kids to fentanyl. So that was good. Oh, she gave it to them? That's cool. No, she's like, you guys need to know about fentanyl. I'm like, this is great public education in California. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) You should go look up someone
2: slipped LSD into the drinking fountains (laughs) at high school. (laughs) Just go look that up. There is a clip and it's awesome. Uh, I have been consuming the stupidest best show ever. And it's only on Hulu, sadly. It's called Letterkenny. Letterkenny is the name of the town in Canada that this movie that this show is made after. And what if Napoleon Dynamite was? Gosh, it's so
3: stupid. A, an adult
1: show. Uh, I'm gonna check it
3: out for sure.
2: It's great and stupid.
3: Am it's
1: I, so good.
2: Am I, and I recognize how stupid it is. Hat tip Andy. Andy's like, you gotta look at this. And it every night.
1: Right before I go to bed, I you start can't doing help it. Letter
3: Kenny. It's okay. so good. Hold oh, on, man.
2: I'm just gonna play a very, very. Is it funny?
3: Is it a comedy? Yeah. Okay, good. I need one of those in my it's life right now. Bland it's very bland and dead.
2: Town. Oh gosh.
1: Small town. You got the Hicks. It's Portlandia. Which the farmers.
2: All right. Here, here's an example of what you're gonna get
5: before. hiking 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 running
0: canyon hiking 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 just an asshole's word for walking i wasn't born yesterday so tacos and hikes hikes and tacos why don't you have a hike while well, you have yeah, a taco you fucking asshole but how are you supposed to know that hikings and tacos aren't better in la
5: they are
0: aren't they
5: everything's better
0: in la <laughs> says who people in la yeah didn't you never not notice that people from up here go down to la and then they come back up here calling it L.A. What's
3: <laughs> LA. LA. Thank y'all. L.A. L.A. Everything's better in L.A. L.A. Like,
5: never met one of them before, it's all they talk about. Like, you've never even been to L.A.? You have <laughs> to come to
3: L.A. You love L.A. L.A., L.A., Toyota to with fucking cars, L.A. Oh, yeah,
0: you think you don't talk, say i to tell you, you're some kind of fucking
5: asshole. If you think you know tacos, you never had to taco in LA. You think you know hiking? <laughs> You've never seen a hike and take that hike in LA. Oh, I hate the weather up here.
1: It's so much warmer
0: in LA. Oh, yeah, didn't you not know it gets oh just gosh. as cold in LA? It's just a different kind of cold in LA. It's a desert, you know. Point fair your ass. That's exactly what I said. Point fair your ass. No, hold your horses.
4: Here. All
2: right, that's enough. I need that in my life. <laughs> it's great. It's stupid. And- I think that's
0: stupid. But I love the plan words. Uh, they're so good. They're, they're
2: ultra com- Canadian, and it's and it is clever, but it is also stupid. And yeah, so, clever. If anyone tries to sure. criticize me, and they're like, "This show is stupid," I'm like, "I told you. I said it multiple it times. <laughs> the show is stupid." That's awesome. And I'm also reading. Uh, it is a little bit poorlandish. <sighs> Yes, which I really like. It is. Uh, what was that? There was there was a book that Art had mentioned. Animal chasing, Farm. Chasing, <laughs> chasing, chasing the dragon. Francis. Oh, uh, it's doing heroin. Chasing Francis by, no, no, no. yeah, chasing... by. Ian Morgan Cron. Yes. Phenomenal book. Yes, I just Phenomenal. started. I just started reading that.
3: That is a great book.
2: But it's meaty, and so I tend to be a slow reader when it's important, and I will. And par- like uh, And when it's part it, an ally. And when it's important, and I will like read a paragraph and then I'll have to sit there and just like chew on it for... That's right.
3: Chasing Francis, build my church. He had an experience in the chapel. God said, rebuild my church. Yeah.
0: Boom. Now you get, you don't have to read the book anymore, guys.
3: Fucking A. Well, that's why Ian Morgan Crom wrote the book. He went to Assisi and like he had that experience and it's awesome.
2: And thanks to you, I have more time to watch Letterkenny. Now I don't have to read the book.
3: There you go. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's in the very beginning, so obviously you haven't read too much if you don't no, know that part.
2: No, no, no. I am. I'm in the middle. I'm just making good podcast. Gosh, dang it! Thanks for ruining my joke. Anyway, Zach,
0: what are you listening I, to?
1: I did. Uh, well,
0: that's great, Zach. And <laughs> I suppose I deserve
1: that at some point. Andy told me about Letter Kenny, and so I've been doing that. I love. I'm you glad got, you do what you're. Slave you, owner tells you to do. You got the you got the hockey players, which are the jocks. You're getting mad Chandler-ish with this. You got the hicks, get his arms which up. are the farmers. And then you got the goth, like, punk oh, scene. Druggy
2: goth guys.
1: Yeah, it's and so, so it's like they're all, like, so segmented. Like, oh, you're this person, this person, or this person. But how they interact, it's so comical. It's um, great. And then uh, also, video game-wise... The Witcher 3, one of the greatest role playing games of all time, just got the new update. If you have one of the latest systems, the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, they just did an update, which improves the graphics and the performance. So if you're looking for a great role playing game, it is fantastic. Uh, Started dabbling in in that again. I played through it before, but I don't know.
0: I'm I'm a nerd. Hard Best gift there. that you got for somebody for Christmas this year. Ooh, Hold on, good. I'm not
1: done. Uh, I'm Ooh. also reading <laughs> okay. The Birth of Satan, hmm. <laughs> Tracing the Devil's Biblical Roots Lineage. and it, So if you think the devil...
3: By Jackie Hill Perry.
1: <laughs> who's it from? No, it's not. <laughs> I can't read anymore. I need my glasses. Nancy Gr- Pelosi. Greg Lillard. Mobley Gregory, Gregory
2: Mobley Gregory
1: Good God um, But anyways It is a um, The development of the idea of Satan Is not consistent through the Bible There's a progression And so the, the, the devil as a personified Opposition to Christ and the kingdom of God Is present in the New Testament But it develops over time Throughout antiquity And so um, it's a book about that and it's very interesting I'm using that word on
3: purpose to please I like Jeff. it I'm feeling these uh, Jesus Walk vibes
0: yeah best present you got for somebody this Christmas best president. what did you get for people best president or present
2: yeah <laughs> quick yeah, yeah. Spill the beans.
1: I sent a letter to Trump to give Melania an (laughs) orgasm.
4: Oh, Oh, Jesus.
1: Did you guys know the female clitoris as opposed to the male clitoris? Different conversation. How does the male penis open up to
3: receive the other male penis?
1: Well, actually, that's... Podcast we're working on, right? Okay, guys? Where
0: this okay. Goes- <laughs> Carrie's not allowed to back off. You guys not watch The Office? That's Dwight Schrute, like one hundred percent. My wife's been watching it's The so Office. Like that's Dwight. That's Dwight, Dwight How does the
3: male penis open up to receive the other male penis? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking Stop. of what I'm consuming, Stop. I don't remember You're consuming what consuming male penis. I don't okay. remember. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but um, we'll edit that male no, penis. just won't
3: even make it in the, the clitoris. Yeah, okay,
1: the clitoris. <laughs> does not age in function Mm. like Hmm. it is available to receive pleasure oh I know no matter how old the woman is totally which I think is a beautiful thing
0: interesting um I got, so I only hope the queen before oh she died. God. I got somebody a season pass to a, a mountain this year.
4: When, is this, when that, does that this was, podcast does, stop? That was the, the best. best that that was I I, best. Love it. I, I hey, am in. That was the in best, for
0: it. That was the best present I got for him. I bought somebody a season pass to an unaging clitoris for some
4: skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> I just lost my faith.
2: About access to an Asian clitoris.
3: <laughs> an aging or Asian, both both are acceptable.
2: It was it was both actually. We might actually have to edit that. Out.
1: Uh, okay. Oh my god! Send feedback to Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com Rose at brosbiblesbeer brosbibles, brosbibles, on all the socials. My um, Bible, my way at gmail.com. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> Anchor.fm slash BBB pod to leave us a voicemail or just send us an audio file as Jeff's wife did. If you can't figure that <laughs> Best out, Best present
0: fine. you gave somebody this year. Dude, we haven't I given them yet. If we post this podcast, do you know how the world works? Nobody's going to listen. Gosh. my your ki- family. Our kids they listen. listen? They listen. If you're posting this yeah. before your Sunday. Your kids listen to our podcast. Your kids.
3: Oh my God, dude. If your kids listen, I'm in trouble.
0: Uh, no, you're
3: okay.
1: My okay. oldest daughter has just the this. oldest, maybe. Okay, you're right Come on. I will say, okay, I'm Please gonna give say. them the gift of. But my wife me, listens, and me I being
3: present in their life until the good. Your presence is it's, your is the present. My presence is the present.
1: Oh, that's so that's so faithful. I don't believe in material gifts.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Bullshit, dude! I have the best song for that.
3: <coughs> Are you ready? I like the Jesus Walk vibes.
0: I have a present. <laughs> I'm going to give it, it to it you. It's so literal.
2: You stepped you on it.
0: Oh, sorry.
2: This is a uh, similar seminal, seminal any rock band.
1: All
2: right, boys. It's been real. It's been real.
1: Did I step I stepped on
2: it. You stepped on it. You started want me to that? redo it? Gosh. It's so it's like
1: 2 seconds in. I have a present. Listen. It reach out to us at bros Brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway
1: doing it for real
2: this is bad podcasting dude, you know, dude, this is good him. people love this shit
4: I have a present I'm going to mute you <laughs> It is the
0: present
2: There it is Alright, we're done Carrie, thanks for joining it's us It's been an honor Oh my gosh it's, What a blast It took too long to get you on here It won't be the last time yeah, for sure Thanks for not, hosting man. the it
3: will, podcast Thanks for letting me on here guys <laughs> Dude,
2: it will not be the last time
1: for 100% sure, we should do a knockdown drag out You and Scott can team up on me We'll let Jeff and Andy be <laughs> Sounds the, the moderators
0: Sounds super gross. Yeah. Actually, no, it's okay. I, We're wearing sweatpants. I like oh, the that's... idea of my wife being mm. here, your wife being here. Oh
3: man, okay, let's go. I'm down. She's down. Scott I guarantee not being you. here.
2: Scott being here.
3: I think we do this outside. Seven, Seventeen with microphones.
2: Oh yeah, that's a good idea. We could do that. We can make that happen.
3: Yep, come to my house if you want to. Yeah, let's make it out. or we wherever. Can, we could work I'll it I'll bring out. the sticks.
2: I like a good stick. He'd bring one of those uh, Nacho Libre cigars that he was a talking nacho about before. It's is
4: very good. <laughs> My it's life so is fantastic. Good.
3: It's uh, so good. Nacho Libre. I don't know a crap load about the gospel, but I
4: do. <laughs> Never goes out of style I have a message Save your generation We're killing each other By sleeping in